0: Is this chicken what I have, or is this fish? What are you? An idiot sandwich. Idiot sandwich what? An idiot
1: sandwich, Jeff Ramsey. I was rooting
0: for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you?
1: Congratulations. You're a meathead, son. But you know what? Don't ever put your hands in my underwear. This is the lamp. Where's the land show?
0: offended. Yeah. I mean, you really don't want to make friends around here, do you? I. I didn't come here for that.
1: Hi everyone, welcome back to Snapback to Reality, the podcast dedicated to the trash TV we grew up with and love to hate. I'm your host, Riley Ennis, and joining me for episode 59 is my very special guest, friend of the pod, beauty queen, and fashionista extraordinaire, we have Danielle Gasparo back with us. Oh my God, I am so honored to be here again. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you back and to talk with you about this fabulous show, this fabulous episode that we're going to discuss today. I needed it so bad.
0: I'm just this champagne girl living in this Corona world (laughs) and any type of fashion history or anything we can get out there right now is so important. The Met Gala was canceled. I mean... Hopefully, this can let people make do with just this Project Runway episode.
1: <laughs> this, Yeah, this podcast episode will make up for Missing the Met Gala, so everyone tune in. <laughs> uh, you're all welcome. Um, so last time you joined us for Toddlers and Tiaras to give your background expertise in the world of child beauty pageants, but today, like you mentioned, we're going to be talking about Project Runway. So tell me about your, just your background with fashion, uh, with design, with the show itself, because I know all of this is very near and dear to your heart.
0: Um, it totally is. And this is so cheesy because I feel like a brat doll, but like fashion is just my <laughs> life, you know? Um I have a fashion degree. I don't have a degree in um, design. I have a fashion merchandising degree, which is basically more of kind of just the opposite side, but we all need to work together. So designers (laughs) and creative managers and things like that. I started watching Project Runway kind of later, so I didn't start it in the very beginning. I remember it was on because it was Bravo was kind of like just pumping them out at that point, (laughs) reality TV series. Um, And I remember I started watching it in high school, so kind of in the 2007, 2008 time. And it was, like, Michael Kors, which was, like, the hottest shit, you know? Mm -hmm. And obviously, he's trash now. And if you think that he's, like, one of your favorite designers, we poo poo on that. But at the time, that was super hot shit. It was really amazing to watch people make garments in a day. And it was pretty cool because it was my first time seeing into like the real fashion world and maybe the first time that I could look into that as a career because I did come from a smaller town and going into fashion was a little not realistic but thankfully for Project Runway um, and things like that I was able to push into that and it's fashion meets reality. I 100% stand behind Project Runway being one of the best reality competitions
1: out there. Oh my God. So much passion for this. I'm so excited because I, like my background, I don't have much with fashion. Like my, my background with fashion is like going to Target and finding what's on the clearance rack. And let me tell you, I was shook to my core when I found that Massimo was a real man <laughs> <laughs> and that he was married to aunt Becky. Yeah. I
0: mean, you, You say, oh my God, you're so cute too, but you're like, I didn't really have a connection with fashion. That is a lie, Riley. (laughs) We all have a connection with fashion. It is just that said it's so hick. We all have a connection with fashion, (laughs) but it's just like the Miranda Priestly iconic scene in the Devil Wears Prada where she schools Anne Hathaway on thinking that, you know, her blue sweater choice had nothing to do with the fashion world kind of serving you. Mm -hmm. So it is, I know, I love it when people are just like, you know, I'm not into that much fashion because I'm like, yes, you are. It's your life. It's your identity. It's everything.
1: Oh my gosh! So this is is going to be, this is like a (laughs) masterclass episode. (laughs) <laughs> all right um so yeah I would like watch the show when it was on I think you know I caught a few episodes but I'd never really seen an entire season all the way through which is funny because I really love like American Next Top Model and RuPaul's Drag Race and Drag Race the fashion challenges I always thought were quite interesting um so I don't know why I never bothered to watch the show but uh so when did you when did you start watching um, it was like in high school. I think it was probably around like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So was it around oh, like, when this season was airing?
0: No, no. Okay. I um I went back and obviously like once I hit college and got into the binging phase, I went back mm-hmm. and like watched all of them. And at that point, I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race and Santino. I knew that Santino had came had come from Project Runway, mm-hmm. um. So I I did have like the history of that. And since I started watching it, I did kind of know most of the spoilers. But going back and watching those first few seasons of Project Runway, I know like real fans will know this is so cheesy, but real fans will know it is so gritty, man. It is so (laughs) gritty because like you see them outside smoking, talking shit about the models. Like back in the day, it was way more catty. It was way more, I mean, just the same way with America's Next Top Model, which is getting like a lot of flack right now. Um, I kind of feel like Project Runway could (laughs) maybe be under that same... uh, Firing gun soon because it is like a lot of those early seasons were in like the early to mid 2000s mm-hmm. and it was really problematic in the fashion world then. So,
1: yeah, there were definitely a few moments that I picked up on that I was just like, ooh, let's not replicate these in 2020. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it was cool to go back and watch it just because I didn't have that background and kind of seeing the, where a lot of the inspiration had come from, from like for my other shows that I watched later on, especially Drag Race with those crazy fashion challenges that just, there's so much, so little time and so much to do and really seeing like where Rue pulled that inspiration from was kind of cool.
0: Oh yeah, it's completely, I always said Drag Race was if, like America's Next Top Model and Project Runway and Queer Eye like all
1: came together
0: yes. and it was like this beautiful mesh it was gonna be Drag Race which praise.
1: <laughs> which speaking of I think I'm finally gonna go back and watch Drag Race with All Stars 5. I think it's time for Mama to come home.
0: Girl I saw your post and I'm really excited that that the lip sync assassins like we're gonna you know we're gonna see some Coco Montrese.
1: That was exactly where I
0: went. I'm hoping yeah. for some trinity k bonet yes. like some old school you know yes
1: i would i would love to see chi Chi-Chi chi too chi chi's my all-time oh. favorite underrated lip sync assassin i love a southern queen especially an southern underdog southern queen <laughs> watching i'm sorry this is not a rupaul's drag race episode but it's going to be for the next two minutes while i just say that in ep- the first episode when chi chi was like yeah i don't like pageants and someone's like that's because you didn't win a pageant she's like they're right and i was just <laughs> like fuck i love her <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess we'll go into the background of Project Runway itself. Um, so it started airing in 2004. So that good mid-2000s vintage, it's currently still running. So do you watch the current seasons as they're airing? Uh, yeah. So
0: <laughs> I was actually about to say that too. It's, Project Runway is also very interesting because you it is still airing so you Mm -hmm. can really see them making changes in real time like in this timeline when you go back and watch it i do still watch it now uh there are a lot of changes tim gunn and heidi are not on there anymore Mm -hmm. basically like none of the original um judges panels on there anymore and that was really important i think that was a really big deal for the show and it was a really big reason why it succeeded for so long was because nina was a staple Um, I lied. Nina is actually still on there. And (laughs) Nina is always going to be a staple. Nina will never leave Runway. Michael Kors was on there for a really long time. After Michael Kors, it was Zach Posen for a really long time. So I think that really held up on showing the show's professionalism, which is another reason I think it holds up as a whole, too, is I think the show is just it's kind of like top chef of cooking mm-hmm. shows you know when people kind of think of like cooking shows and they think top chef is like that's the shit you know like
1: you're like Those other that's so shows not my of- experience with cooking shows really? <laughs> I'm such a cooking show stan and I've never seen a season of Top Chef but I'm like a really? I'm full on a food network like devotee okay I'm like okay. I'm about chopped I love Alton Brown like okay he, like I would leave my husband for Alton Brown if given the chance oh, <laughs> completely
0: he's amazing but I'm talking like more like more of those reality competitions mm-hmm. where it's weeks on end of like Hell's yeah. Kitchen versus like Gordon Ramsay's kind of basket of things there I look at Project Runway as being just this really professional reality competition. Mm -hmm. You're not, like, a joke if you go on there. Like, you have to have talent to go on there. And we've gotten a lot of talent from the show.
1: Yeah, that was something that I definitely picked up on as well, is just the higher quality, like, the level of sophistication that it had as compared to something like RuPaul's Drag Race, which obviously is always going to have that inherent level of camp because of what it is and that level, especially in the early seasons of, like, satire and self-awareness. Um, But yeah, Project Runway was always kind of definitely positioned as a serious show, a respectable show, (laughs) which is kind of funny because of, like, definitely some of the things, like, the more memeable moments that have come out of that isn't necessarily, like, respectable.
0: No, definitely not. It's still, like, and especially in the early seasons as well, it was still marketed as really gay, as very, like, (laughs) queer centered Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because they did have a it was kind of like oh well if you're a male designer on there it was assumed that you were gay and the stereotypes were a little bit bigger like exactly how it was on America's Next Top Model Mm -hmm. that's why I say I could maybe see people bringing up some um, not so savory moments Mm -hmm. on the early seasons of Project Runway because it is pretty prob not pretty problematic semi-problematic you know semi-problematic for today's world I would say
1: yeah uh so it aired originally on Bravo from 2004 to 2008 which I believe was seasons one through five then moved to Lifetime 2009 through 2017 which was six through 16 and then back to Bravo for 17 onward is that my is my understanding of that correct
0: yeah, for sure, and I definitely think that when it was in at Lifetime for that stint, it was definitely mm-hmm. geared for more of a um,
1: feel-good, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like a women's audience? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean,
0: it was definitely not a huge difference, because they still had Heidi and Tan throughout like that mm-hmm. whole time, but, and Lifetime, I'm pretty sure, was the network that picked up a lot of their spinoffs, mm-hmm. um, like Project Runway Jr. Yeah. And Um, There were a lot of them. Yeah, and I think Lifetime was the one that picked those up. So good for Lifetime for getting all that money out of Project Runway, I guess. (laughs) They probably paid them a crap ton. Um, But you can definitely see, I'm happy it's back on Bravo now. The difference in the show now is
1: huge. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. not even the same anymore. It reminds me a little bit, I mean, not that I've seen it, but just kind of the vibe that I got, especially from, like, the people talking about it, is when America's Next Top Model had Rita Ora as the host for that one season. Yeah,
0: it's like, I watched it, but I wasn't on top of it like I was the previous seasons. You know, Christian Seriano took over for Tim Mm -hmm. Gunn, which was kind of like the main change because Heidi was out for a while and they changed those hosts back and forth. But Tim Gunn is literally one of my favorite people in the world. And I think he could save so many people. in in this whole entire universe, he is such a main staple for... Project Runway and so many people's lives, especially fashion's like fashion people. I just a moment like for Tim Gunn. I love him so much.
1: <laughs> Respect for Tim Gunn. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, So something that I thought was kind of interesting and a little bit disconcerting, I will say, was seeing uh, Harvey Weinstein's name at the beginning of every episode, not realizing that this was produced by the Weinstein Company, but also like the Weinstein Company had some unsavory moments throughout their production history. So apparently it was when they first moved from uh bravo to lifetime they violated their contract and then like were sued by nbc universal and had to settle out of court and then it's something having to do with the weinstein company going bankrupt that prompted the move back to bravo like i don't understand all the intricacies but based on what i read i was just like "Hmm, harvey's fucking shit up like on so many levels oh my god he had such a huge huge hand in that show not only with
0: that but he was married to georgina chapman who is a judge on Project Runway All-Stars. And hmm. Georgina Chapman, if you don't know this, is um, does yeah, Marquesa. Yeah, I know nothing. <laughs> Georgina Chapman is a designer who does Marquesa, which is a huge design house. So that was really messy, obviously, when all that Oof. went down. Um, but just to say like that he has a huge hand on the show. His wife is a big fashion designer, mm-hmm. and she is a judge on All-Stars. So yeah, it's a me. little
1: so yeah, speaking of things that are problematic about Project Runway, it's just knowing that ugh, horrible people always have a hand in things. Um, so yes, like you mentioned, Heidi Klum, a host of the show for most of the run, Tim Gunn acted as mentor. Um, so was it, so I saw that it was in after season 16 that they both were going to leave because they had made a deal with Amazon to do making the cut together, which was another fashion competition show. But then I was, so what's the deal with Heidi being out for a while and there being different hosts before they, she was replaced.
0: Um, maybe I was wrong on saying that for okay. some reason. <laughs> no, i was like, going to oh trust my God, you blindly. Mark, no market on market zero dude because that was wrong um they definitely are right now they just released making the cut on amazon Mm -hmm. which i have fully watched that i think that's a big i think project runway has some problems right now because making the cut came out this year on amazon and then they also had the new fashion show on netflix that had tan france and alexa chung Mm -hmm. and i'm blanking on the name right now but it was so much better, and it was doing, like, exactly what Project Runway should have been doing for, like, five to ten years, um, basically talking about, like, inclusivity and using designers from all over the world, and maybe not necessarily, primarily, like, just North Amer- like American designers, mm-hmm. so they're trying, and I can see Project Runway trying to play catch up with them. Mm-hmm. And I know Amazon had to pay Tim and Heidi a crap ton of money because Making the Cut is very good. I plug it. I will plug it. It's really good. It's on Amazon Prime. And it's like Project Runway up the ante. They have a million dollar prize. Like, million? million. That's. Yeah, girl. One million. Fucking Bezos. It's insane Stream and i illegally if possible folks <laughs> and and naomi campbell was one of the judges which is
1: like oh, wow absolutely yeah. Huge. yeah you even know her like come on, on. I, even <laughs> i know naomi <laughs> oh gosh um so yeah it was replaced um heidi was replaced by carly kloss and then season four winner christian siriano replaced tim gunn so that's the changes that have been made in recent years um, so the premise, the basic premise, in case you are like me and you don't really know anything about the show, you're a newborn baby. Uh, basically, it's a competition reality show where a group of designers are given a series of theme challenges where they have to create some sort of like outfit or dress or collection of clothing, I guess. Um, and they have a certain budget and a certain time limit um, and maybe certain materials or a theme that they have to use. What One thing that I thought was interesting, now this is, I guess, where like our backgrounds differ or whatever um not even our backgrounds necessarily but just like where I'm coming from with my background of reality tv and not watching these like quote-unquote sophisticated shows (laughs) um and watching
0: I'm I'm the trashiest person too (laughs) so for me to be like I'm excuse me
1: I was watching project runway last (laughs) night so how dare you pinky out bitch (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I'm just like so they all live together in apartments I was like where is the drama oh my god, like, well, this
0: is your first season, right, watching, mm-hmm. like, th- watching this, the first, that's why I mean the first couple seasons are super gritty, season four, um, the season that I chose to watch for this was, I mostly chose it because of Christian Sariano, mm-hmm. and the drama there wasn't as much, but girl, keep watching, if you want the drama, I can bring you the drama, it Good. was so hard, it was so hard to choose an episode for this, because it is such a lengthy series mm-hmm. and there are so many characters there's so many character arcs there's people I mean it's just like drag race in the sense that like people come back and do all-stars and people have all these crazy things going on um but you know I chose season four because it was an early season It had those main judges and Christian Seriano is is it like was and still is the most successful designer mm-hmm. to come out of Project Runway and he was the youngest he was like 21 um so and obviously he took over for Tim Gunn so now it's yeah. just weird to see this whole circle of him being a contestant on the show him getting a really successful career and now him also doing mentoring and the dude's still under like 40.
1: <laughs> yeah I think that was I think um you definitely chose well when picking season four um I mean obviously it's perfect it's iconic it's everything that i wanted to talk about but i did want more drama in the apartments. because i will i'll send a messy bitch (laughs) i'll send notes no girl it's there they have had to ask people to leave it is there that's good see Mm -hmm. that's i'll keep i can keep watching in, in that case um and then the other thing that i didn't know at all i don't think i ever realized this was that the final challenge is that they create a collection for new york fashion week And that's something that's like, I know, I know what New York fashion week is. I've heard of that before. (laughs) You didn't know
0: that. That is like, yeah. So that's kind of always been the main goal is that you, if you're the top, um, three or four, you get to show at New York fashion week. And obviously, even if you don't win, that's a huge deal because there's so many people that's seeing your things if you're showing there. And it's really nice because at the end, obviously, they get those couple months to really focus in. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that because you spend the whole se- or you spend the whole season kind of watching them do things like in like less than two days. Like they almost never get more max than two mm-hmm. days and to actually see what designers can do with, like, months is insane.
1: Yeah, um, it reminds me of I was really, really into when I was in college, oh, God, Ink Masters, the tattoos. Oh, show. my God, I
0: loved Ink Master! <laughs> yes! I loved Ink Master.
1: I watched it forever. Yes, I was really, I watched, like, the first three seasons like, pretty religiously, um, and that was really cool to see at the end when they would have, like, the months and months and months to work on their And they tattoos. do, like, a crazy back tattoo. Yeah, and, it, yeah. oh, but it was, I think there was one episode where it was like the girl was really feminine and she was like yeah i'm like willing to do this but i want something like nice and like girly and then the guy was like skulls and like dark (laughs) and she was like okay i guess like this is my entire upper back now but whatever uh good times um (laughs) oh and the other thing that i also didn't know about project runway like i was shook watching this episode just so many things kept happening the fashion models are also in a competition.
0: Yes, that's another reason the the very beginning seasons are so good. They don't do that anymore because, you know, they are trying to be better. But, like, in the beginning, the models were all, like, under 25, like, 90 pounds. Oh, God, um, yes. So they would all have to choose them. And sometimes the designer would choose somebody's model. And basically, if you were the model who ended the show – with the designer who mm-hmm. won you also got money and you also like were able to get you were in the spread for marie claire like it was huge and then yeah. they had its own and i'm sure you're gonna bring it up <laughs> they had their own spin-off show models of the runway
1: <laughs> now did you watch that was it was it the drama that i wanted um, i didn't watch it i
0: don't remember watching it and i think it was just because I think it was on a little bit for before I started watching it mm-hmm. because it was on during these early seasons between, like, season two, maybe upwards to season six. So it was season six and seven
1: were the two oh, seasons that Oh, damn, I'm so wrong. <laughs> I was like, bitch, don't I got freak. the receipt. Yeah, you're like,
0: don't – you started off, you're like, she's, like, really knowledgeable. And these people <laughs> who are listening are like, okay, another knock on the list going down. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was one of those, but it was like one of those Lifetime. Like after it had moved to Lifetime, and they were trying to just suck all the money that they could out of the franchise. They're like, "We'll put on these." Like it was um, an after show, almost, is what it sounded like based on what I read. Uh, I guess uh, do what you gotta do. I guess honestly, I didn't watch it either
0: because I could have went back. I, I could have went back and watched it, but on the early seasons, you get a lot of the models talking. Um, So you kind of see them a little Mm -hmm. more. They're put in in like interviews and stuff. And there's actually um, a notorious model named Morgan, who is just horrible. And she goes to the club with a designer's outfit and rips it like the early seasons are really gritty because of that. And that's why it's really good. But honestly, when you listen to their conversations, it was so boring because they were just young (laughs) girls. You know what I mean? It's like 17 year old girl. She's like, Oh my God, I need to make sure I go all the way. It was just not
1: interesting. Yeah. Um, so then there were some spinoffs. You mentioned a couple of them. So obviously there was all stars under the gun, which was more of a mentoring show project accessory for accessory designers.
0: I forgot about that one. That one was, I watched it, watched it.
1: (laughs) Project Runway Threads, which was like young designers. There were three each week and they were competing for um, a fashion scholarship and like there was a winner each week. So that's kind of cool that they like gave out a lot of scholarships. Uh, Project Runway Junior, which was teens age 13 to 17. And then Project Runway Fashion Startup, which sounds like it was like Shark Tank.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch that one either. I, like, remember it. it. Honestly, I think at that point, I just knew that they were milking it a lot. Mm-hmm. And
1: um, I'm just a bitch when it comes to shit like that. And I'm just like, okay, you <laughs> had were, your fun. <laughs> these were the shows of the 20-teens where it was just, like, things started to go off the rails a little bit, especially on these, like, peripheral networks like Lifetime. No okay. offense to Lifetime, but no one, no one considers you, like, a main network. Uh, and there were a fuck ton of international versions, um, and some of them had some really fun names. Um, my favorite, I think, is Super Designer, and that was the name in Taiwan. Ooh, I've watched a couple of the international versions because on
0: one of the most recent seasons of Project Runway All-Stars, they did bring international winners, which was really That's cool. cool. Oh, it was really cool. That's, I mean, that was probably one of the cooler, newer things that they've done, but um, so I watched Project Runway Australia, I believe, and mm-hmm. Project Runway Canada, um, just because they were like easily able to find on YouTube or something, and it was, it, it wasn't bad. Like it's good, and I think it's just, I think it's hard for me to watch those at a certain point because I, don't, I wasn't in Australia like during mm-hmm. the time that they won, so I don't know what the fashion world yeah it is like then and when you go back to watch some of these older seasons the fashions are like really bad but, but you have to like put yourself okay well this is in 2007 so it's good like you know and it's hard to do that with international uh, episodes because I wasn't there so I'm like I don't know if this was cool in 2007 man
1: I mean, I know that you said I have a relationship to fashion or whatever, but like as someone who does not have like a conscious relationship (laughs) with fashion and I like never know what's like in style or trendy or like what goes with when. I, some of the stuff that I was like just watching, was like on my own personal taste level. I was like, I hate all of this. (laughs) It's like basically every prom dress that I saw, I was like, wow, this is horrible. And I hate it. Oh, you hate it? Okay. No, actually there were, there were a few that I did like, but most of them I hated. Like and a lot of them I hated really passionately. And actually, I will say that pretty much every single one, except for like two off the top of my head, a lot of Rami's designs I hated passionately. Oh my god, really? And I think he should have gotten home a lot earlier. Than oh my he did no, Honestly, you should wash your
0: fucking mouth <laughs> out with soap, Riley. Rami is an amazing designer. He is an amazing designer. <laughs> The way he speaks, the way he speaks with those fabrics, I'm telling you, people who are listening to this and they hear you say this about him, they're gonna be upset. And he's such a good person, you know. He's so I didn't cute. say that he's a bad person. No. I
1: said he should have gone <laughs> home earlier than he did. There's his. We'll get to the dress. Yeah, I, I will, will say. say no, also, can I just say? Can I just say? <laughs> That fucking WWE diva costume looked like the cheapest piece of shit, piece of pink fabric tied around a halter top. It was so, it looked like something that someone who didn't know how to sew on Drag Race would make for themselves. Oh, listen, y'all. She watched a
0: season of Project Runway and she knows how to judge. That's how it is now. No, I agree. The thing is with Rami is he's really good, but... There's a lot of Project Runway tropes, okay, and he falls under one of those tropes that's called he um, just does the same thing. So he's very Grecian. He likes to drape, mm-hmm. but now, that's okay. Like, some of those drapers. were
1: gorgeous, beautiful, yeah. outstanding, yes. But yes, <laughs> that's that was the critique he got over and over again. Like if Michelle Visage had been a judge, oh
0: girl, <laughs> he <would have>
1: been <laughs> <and> <laughs> relying on that draping.
0: No, it's true. For this one, it definitely yeah, yeah.
1: All right. Um, so, how did we choose this episode? We kind of spoiled it. We're talking about the prom dress episode, which is episode seven.
0: Yeah, I um I chose this episode because it's one of they have this episode in every single season where they work with quote unquote like real customers. Um, So they work with real people where they're making a custom piece for them. And it's always something like this, where it's like, you're making a piece for this special occasion. So they're making prom dresses for 17 year olds um, in this episode. And I chose this one because I think it's important to see where Christian Seriano started, Mm -hmm. because this is a designer who works with A-list celebrities now and you have to be a very good communicator to work with celebrities because I know you said like you're not a fashion person and you're right not everyone knows exactly what's going to look right on their body but a designer knows that so you have to have really good communication skills to work with people especially celebrities so I think it's really interesting to watch this episode to see like baby Christian Seriano like kind of going at odds and with his first, like, real, like, client, and now look at him, you know, he works with all these celebrities, um, and he is mentoring mm-hmm. people, and he's mentoring people in this, like, exact challenge yeah. for, like, modern day Project Runway.
1: So this one is called What a Girl Wants. Um, so quickly on the previously on, this the this is the episode we almost talked about, too, because it was a really interesting challenge where they were using items from the Hershey's store to make a dress. The unconventional um, okay. challenge. And that was cool to see who was using what and who was using actual like edible pieces. Yeah, that's
0: really fun. I almost chose that one because it is a Project Runway favorite. It happens mm-hmm. every single season. Um, I wish they would do this one. They used to do it on RuPaul a little bit more. Yeah, heavily.
1: That's and like I, what it reminded me of was the RuPaul's Design Challenge, like
0: bargain bin, like where they were in the trash cans and stuff. The um, wig challenge. Oh my cool yeah. fabric. <laughs> back. I loved it. But I, the um, unconventional challenges are always just a Project Runway fave. It's fun to like, even if you're not a fan to just go back and watch every single unconventional challenge of each season, mm-hmm.
1: because it is the most fun. You get to see them do like wild things with nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um, Rami won that challenge. So he had immunity going into this episode, which I don't think I really, they didn't talk too much about immunity like it wasn't a really big thing like I feel like it wasn't too much of a plot point like it can be in some other shows it just was kind of like okay you won you have immunity and they would just kind of be like okay cool um so I never really paid attention to who had immunity in what episode
0: um I think it just varies on the season like I think Mm -hmm. this one's really different because I think there's a lot of strong designers and I think the people who were gonna make it to the end like I think people knew you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I don't know. I think everyone knew the people who were like semi-mediocre. Actually, I didn't agree with him winning that challenge either. I like Jillian's Twizzler dress. Yeah, that Twizzler dress is really cool.
1: Um, And so then we learned that the winner receives, this is great, a Spread in Elle magazine, an opportunity to sell their line on bluefly.com, but most importantly, a 2008 Saturn Astra. What, what, what? Now they get like lexes and stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> that's was just like hilarious. And I was like, Saturn. I was like, I haven't heard that in a really long time. And then I like clicked on like the Wikipedia link and I was like, oh, it's because Saturns don't exist anymore. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah, I in like 2010, see. they like went, they disbanded. So. 2010? Yeah. The Saturns have Saturday been around like, for 10, 10 years. I oh my God.
0: Oh no. I don't know why. I just like I- didn't on like, Moesha's dad on Moesha It's
1: like, a Saturn dealership. Oh, my God. Such a specific reference, which I have not watched Moesha in, like, 20 years, so I can't tell you. It's been a hot minute. (laughs) Um, And then they also win $100,000 to start their own line. So I wonder, do you know if it comes with, like, a caveat of, like, you have to use this money to start a fashion line? Or could they, like, take the $100,000 abscond to, like, a tropical island and just...
0: Live out their days. <laughs> I honestly have no idea about that. They change their sponsors almost so much. Like every year. Mm-hmm. If you watch this, you're gonna see um them change from Blue Fly to uh they do JC for a while. Oh god. They do so many. I'm like blanking on the main one and I feel terrible. And I know people are gonna like real fans are gonna be like, oh my god, <laughs> what? You, you <laughs> forgot this one? Um, but they partner up with Brother Sewing. It's just you the prize now is huge like when they go through the current season it's like a five minute long ramble of everything that people win because it's so big the only bad ones that always change is the makeup sponsors because for a while it was Mary Kay oh, and God. sis oh, no. It was Mary Kay, and, like, that was during the time when I had to look at myself, and I had to be like, is Project Runway cool anymore? Like, they had I mean, it was, it was on Lifetime, like, Lifetime wasn't showing. he's just
1: like, if you want to join my downline. Oh, it's was
0: so bad, like, it's not the 90s Lifetime Network, like, that's cool, we're not talking about that, it was
1: bad Lifetime Network, it was Mary Kay, it was not good. That's hilarious. Um, All right, so we open with our this episode there at the new Gotham Apartments, and we see everyone getting ready, and we see this shot of Christian just straight aiming his blow dryer at the side of his head, and his, like, hair just doing the 2007 emo swoop, and that just made me feel like I was at home when I saw his hair like that. Oh my god, I love him so much. <laughs> like, I
0: hate saying it like this, but... I remember seeing him, like he was definitely the first thing I ever remembered seeing a person from Project Runway, and I was really young, and I came from a small town where like there wasn't a lot of gay people, Mm -hmm. so I was like, he is so cool, you know, (laughs) like he used to say fierce all the time, and I was like, oh my god, this is just so fierce, and it was (laughs) the first time that I was really exposed to this like uber, um, I guess it, like young femme
1: gay, like he's very,
0: he's very twink. And that was like kind of the first time I think I was exposed to that. Oh yeah. Awesome.
1: If I had seen this season when it was airing and I was like 13 or 14, whenever this came out, like I would have immediately been obsessed. I would have, yeah, I would have loved him. Cause that was just, that was what a young girl loved in 2007 was a sassy gay friend. And oh, he God, really did that stereotype. <laughs> so much. He had tattoos. <laughs> um and yeah he had that cute like stylish little like emo kind of style and we just we loved it um so Rami has a talking head he says that he is feeling more uh, confident since he had his challenge win and then we just have Victoria kind of talking about how she misses her I guess roommate was Alyssa who went home the last episode so she's going to move into a new apartment with Kit, Sweet Pea, and Jillian, which does not seem cool. Like, I feel like if I, like, everyone had been kicked out of my apartment and I was, like, still there for, like, seven more weeks, I'd be like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, I'm not moving. That's usually sometimes
0: a plot point, though, because that's caused drama where they've moved kit- people <laughs> in and they don't want, like, the other designers to move in. They're trying to save money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I wish there was more drama in this season because that really would have just made it, like, chef's kiss perfect. Um, So we have the designers assemble at the catwalk and Heidi comes out to give them their challenge. So she says that this challenge will be all about creating memories and they're going to be making an outfit for one of the most important days of a woman's life. So I think everyone is kind of immediately apprehensive that they're going to have to do wedding dresses. Um, Have they have I'm assuming there's there's surely there's been a wedding just challenge before oh yeah there's
0: been a wedding one of my favorites is um they had real women come that were divorced and they brought their wedding dresses and it was the designer's job to like repurpose their old wedding dress into a new look that the woman could rock mm. in her new life like so that's fun i like that challenge so it is they do i will say that's another really great thing about project runway I mean, especially because they've been on for so long, the uh, challenges that they have are sometimes mad ridiculous and (laughs) super fun. Like, they've had to do Barbie doll, like, create an outfit for Barbie. They've had to do outfits for dogs and their owners, like, create coordinating outfits. Oh, my God, I love that. So, like, they, I mean, you saw the wrestling challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, That one was kind of super wild. So, they do a lot of wild things like that. And they do the drag queens. They did drag. Oh queens. yes, of course, uh, of course iconic, we even, iconic. We brought it up. We haven't even brought it up. I'm so
1: surprised. We talked about Drag Race like six times, and we haven't even talked about the fact that RuPaul, iconically, was on an episode where he was a guest judge. Yes. And it and- was at a time when, <laughs> <laughs> a time when Ru, I think, what Ru and Matthew were just not talking to one another. He was a messy man. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so Ru has, like, a personal team basically behind him. In case anyone knows, like, in case I haven't said this before in the past, like, year that I've had this podcast, RuPaul does not know how to do his own shit. Like, he does not know how to dress himself. He does not know how to, like, make his own outfits. He does not know how to do his own makeup. He can't do his own wigs. RuPaul is basically a lifestyle human Barbie who fracks in his off time, (laughs) let it be known, um, who surrounds himself with really talented people who don't necessarily want to be in the spotlight, and he's willing to take advantage of their talents so that he can propel himself. Uh, My feelings on Rue have changed a lot in the past few years. (laughs) I know,
0: it's very, it's very sad. I mean, I think we discussed this pretty recently, just you and I talking personally, but I continue to watch the show so that I can see um, the talent. Like, mm-hmm. I don't love RuPaul. I love the people that he is able to give platforms to. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I hate that he gets to make money from these people, you know, so it's like this double edged sword where it's like, I want to know who these up and coming drag artists are, and these up and coming queer artists, so I can give them my money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, maybe that's, I need to start being more. I need to start seeking more personally. I do like on my own because I don't want to be giving RuPaul all my money. I really don't.
1: And I mean, I like it's just a matter for me personally, just of of preference. I haven't watched Drag Race in a few years because I've been bored with like the season and mostly more. Or I think it's just with the change um, once they moved to VH1. I kind of felt a shift in how the quality was, and that's like that's fine. That's my own preference. It's not even a personal stand against Ru, but I will. I will not hesitate to rip him a new asshole on my podcast where he will never listen to that and he will never hear this. I bet he's listening right now. And I will say you should. He's going to come for me.
0: You should watch.
1: UK was really good. So you Mm. should give it a try if, um, and it's short, it's a good short watch. So. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Rue was on an episode of what season five where he was just like not with his team at that time. So his his makeup was crunchy, his not hair was rough. <laughs> his, Acid Betty was on that episode
0: too as one of the contestants because they I did love. <laughs> Yeah, I love Acid Betty. Because they did um
1: that was their challenge was mm-hmm. they made drag queen outfits. So that's really fun. Uh, okay, so back back to the episode. Oh, so this part, we get our first problematic moment of the episode here where a shadow appears behind the scrim and Kevin's like, oh, I thought I saw a midget or an oompa loomp.
0: Oh my god, this is like this is one of the best things. Once again, those early episodes because they're like, it's not like an eight foot model behind. What could it be? And they all start freaking out like it's an
1: instant freak out. I know. It's One, it's hilarious that this is like, this. these 17 year old girls are probably taller than I am. And they see, like, the slightly smaller than what they're used to shadow on the screen. They're like, wow, surely it's a little person. <laughs> and then he's, like, a midget or an oompa loompa, And then he doesn't even say oompa loompa. He calls it an <laughs> oompa loompa. It's just it's so great. Um. So then out walk a bunch of girls in their school uniforms. And then Kevin calls them little kids, which I feel like everyone in this episode, all of the designers walk a really fine line between treating these – young women like they're infants or like they're about to go out and fuck everyone on the street corner and they it's all they can do to stop them
0: dude it's so wild because they instantly start freaking out like they've never seen a teenager before like most of them are in their 20s and I'm like Jillian's like 26 and I'm like sis calm down and she goes they're too much they're like so loud and I'm like what like come on they're 17 and 18 they have life like they're on a tv show they're
1: excited So Heidi introduces the girls. They're from St. John Vianney High School, and they are going to uh, be having their prom dresses made by the various designers. So this is where Christian says that he's like, everyone else is excited, but I hate prom. It's tacky and horrible and gross. I think
0: that Christian is one of those people that didn't have a really great time in high school, even Mm -hmm. though he says something later on that, like, contradicts what I just said, but I can (laughs) just, like, feel it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. no, I hated it, and I'm like, did you hate it because, like, people were shitty to you, you know? (laughs) Prom is fun. I I had a good time at prom. I had had an okay time. It's not (laughs) like, I would
1: never, like, relive it, but, like, it was good. It was good. It was, like, any, it was, like, the most fun I've ever had, I guess, like, at a night out at a dance club, probably just because I wasn't surrounded by, like, drunk people, because people were actually, like, you know, the administrators were paying attention, and if there were people, like, being real obnoxious, they were pulled off the dance floor, so. Yeah, we love a good responsible night out. Yeah, well, I also (laughs) went to my senior prom with my husband, so. Oh,
0: that's, okay, (laughs) well, see, that's a big deal, like, I, I went to my senior prom with my ex, and I was with him for seven years, so yeah. I'm still
1: trying to, like, get that out. I'm like, was, <laughs> that, was that's gross. valid. I yeah. went to my junior prom, I went to with, like, a guy who I, like, was dating for a couple months, and he was just, like, a friend, so, you know, like, he's fine, that was a fun time, and, like, oh, I went to my prom with my husband, so, like. What was your, okay, I have to ask, though, what was your prom song? A, a, there wasn't one specific song. You guys didn't
0: have, like, a prom mm-hmm. song? So, we had like, a prom song, and ours was, um. From this moment, okay, so you didn't have a song. I it was don't. very cheese, and it was on our prom glasses, so it was like from this moment on. Like it was That's on cute. our cute? Oh, guys. okay. Look, do you have yours still?
1: No still but prom glasses.
0: Only because, <laughs> because it broke. I'm such a hoarder. I'm such a pack rat. Um, <laughs> but only because it broke. But ours was, and I mean, ours was in our high school
1: gym because I'm from like a country town, mm-hmm. so like we didn't do anything big. Oh, ours was, like, there was, like, a convention center that was junior year, and there was, like, another prom happening, like, on the other side of the convention center.
0: Oh, my God. See, time. I would have loved that. Like, kids from different schools. That was, like, my jam. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. And then my senior year, my prom was in a nightclub downtown, which was very
0: cool. Girl, no wonder you're saying you had a good time. That
1: is It was. Cool. It was fun. It was <laughs> Yeah, it was a good prom, but the one song that I can remember that I for sure danced to at my senior prom was S&M by Rihanna. That's hot. <laughs> I was, That's and good. there was a pole, like not like a like a pole dancing pole, like a structural pole, like it was quite, had quite a diameter, but I was dancing on that pole, let me tell you. You have a good relationship. <laughs> uh, all right, so yes, they're all going to make prom dresses, um, and uh, Heidi informs the designers that the girls have already looked through their portfolios and chosen the designers based off of that. So we get a quick little talking head from Chris March, who is my favorite of this season. Sure. I know, RIP, so RIP, Chris March. It is really sad. When He's I been read a fan that, favorite. I yelled at you. I was like, Danielle, why would you do this to me? You I mean, like, I guess, guess it was wasn't. like not a spoiler because it's not like he dies. Like, in
0: <laughs> spoiler, I hate to say this, everybody, Chris March beloved uh, Project Runway, Runway alum is dead. I'm pretty sure he died uh, at 54. And the only reason I know the exact age is because I've watched so many episodes of Project Runway that it, there's always this little ad underneath the episode that's like, beloved cast member Chris March dead at 54. And I'm like,
1: God, every time. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I like when I was doing the Where Are They Now, I like only two people have a Wikipedia link and it's Christian and it's Chris. And so I was like,
0: oh. Something that you'll love, you'll, you need to go watch the RuPaul episode because Chris comes back. Oh, He He comes, yeah, he comes back and he brings the drag queens because he's friends with all the drag queens. So he's the one that he's like, um, just comes and he's like, okay, designers, like you guys
1: have to make outfits for my friends and it's awesome oh I love that yeah I love that. he's wonderful but so he has a talking head he's like I don't know what the poor girl who chose me was thinking like my portfolio is full of crazy shit and we just see like flashes of all of these wild costumes and it's him in drag and it's just fabulous And I just love that it's, like, he goes on, like, that's his portfolio, and then he goes on Project Runway, and it's, like, you have to do, like, all of these, like, couture challenges and stuff, but they, it doesn't stop him, you know, who has all this, like, wildly campy things in his past and background to, like, still want to go on and do that. I just, so, it just, I love him. That's another,
0: I feel like, semi-trip of Project Runway, that there's always, um, a designer that's in the costume background that is always verging on costumey. Is this a little too costumey? Yeah, you know? Naturally. And you'll hear yeah, you'll hear the judges say that all the time. Um Alex Pope is from a later season and he's a lot like that. But there's always I love a costume designer. Like come on. Yeah it's it's amazing. Not everyone can do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, I do love that Project Runway has such a wide range of ages and that it really trends older in terms of their contestants because so many reality shows, it's like so hard to like go back and watch this shit just being like 27 and being like, wow, everyone is like 19 to 22 on all of these shows. I mean,
0: I hate saying it, but it's because it's so professional. I mean, <laughs> you have to, it's true that it's really working out of the fashion world and the fashion world's it's fucking hard you have to be in it for a while to get your cred so for somebody like christian to go on there and be accepted your designs have to be really good Mm
1: -hmm. yeah oh so that was my hot take was that i had (laughs) on christian is that christian is the violet tchotchke of project runway
0: sis stop that's (laughs) so good oh my god i agree i agree he
1: absolutely is just like and even in terms of just the level of taste the level of execution but also the slightly immature but still can pull it together professional attitude and then even just the the development just in his character and taste level and attitude as time has gone on since his win Oh my I god, I
0: agree. Him. And his development, like within the show, because at first Violet was like, "I don't want to talk to these mm-hmm. people; they don't get me." And you know, Christian was a lot like that. And I think it's because like, I just feel like Christian came from like a rough background. Like, yeah. Okay. I feel like, I I mean, I sit here and I know I've talked a lot about him, but at the end of the day, I don't know like exactly what his background is or anything. But I'll never forget on the very first episode of this season when they were introducing each other and they were in the room, and he said something along the lines that like. He doesn't have a bed or he doesn't like, he buys, he uses his money to spend on fabulous things. So mm-hmm. like he would go without like a real bed to have a fabulous name brand top. And there was something about that. That's like, I love
1: that. It's like, very I Carrie
0: Bradshaw. That. Oh my God. Like that is, that is a
1: person who will die <laughs> for the fashion. And that is so respectable. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so the girls choose their designers one by one. Now, I know you were just, like, singing his praises, but <laughs> <laughs> we're going to pivot a little bit to uh, some of his darker sides. So he's chosen by Maddie, who is the only – pretty much the only woman of color. I think there's the other girl who's Filipina, so she's maybe not the only woman of color, but she is, like, a, a black girl. She's also the heaviest girl and I think one of the shortest girls. And Christian kind of looks like he wants to die in that moment when she chooses him.
0: Yeah, it's pretty – which is also interesting because at his modern-day life, his main client is plus-sized women of color. Like, Danielle Brooks, who is
1: from The Orange is the New Black (laughs) – Which, she's also from my hometown, Greenville, South Carolina. Oh my god, that's so cool! That's awesome! Yeah, that's like my one claim to – our one claim to fame (laughs) – that's fun um I mean she was
0: like a spokesperson for his brand for a minute so I while watching this I thought wow that's so crazy (laughs) because it doesn't seem like he wants to work with her um he kind of obviously goes at odds ends with her but at the end of the day I kind of feel like he was just pissy about the whole situation and he would have been pissy with anyone choosing him
1: yeah I mean he obviously he's he says he hates prom it's really tacky like that makes sense Um, but also, like, he does have that very early 2000s fashion mindset, like, even to the point where I remember in the last episode, he's, like, you know, the night before the fashion show, he's telling his model, he's, like, all right, don't eat, be skinny. Oh, my God, yeah, it's really bad. (laughs) It's so bad. Oh,
0: that's really hard. It's so bad, and it's, like, oh, they, those early they're all like that. Like he's bad. Like if there's no excuse for any of them. All the designers are like that. Anytime they get a quote unquote real woman, they'll be like, I've never in my life dressed a plus size woman before. And that's when Tim Gunn is like the shit because he'll come in there and be like, this isn't a plus size woman. This is how almost every American woman looks like. Your clothes are going to be marketed to people who look like this. And it's just Oh, my God. They're so dramatic. Like, those people are so, i never trusted anyone over a size six. Like, they get so into it. It's disgusting.
1: It's disgusting. Yeah, so we have to, we have to take the bad with the good. So I did have yeah. to just point out that especially when I was, like, doing my rewatch, I really noticed his, like, facial expressions when he, like, got maddie and it was just, like, all right, but they all get paired up, and then they go to the workroom. Tim Gunn enters. He lets them know that these he's about to send in the clients and kind of says, you know, kind of warns them. I guess this is, like, kind of the foreshadowing of the episode. You know, your clients are going to have strong feelings about the design, but it's really your responsibility as a, your designer to, like, assert yourselves. So they have 30 minutes to meet with their client clients, and then they'll have a budget of $250, and then they'll go shopping and have all day that day I guess until midnight and then the entirety of the next day and then they have a fashion show it was kind of hard for me to tell what the timing was like for everything
0: so I can't. if they had two days I couldn't remember if they had two days on this one so usually it's either a one or a two day challenge and I'm assuming that they wake up really early they get the challenge um, they get like whatever it's gonna be they go to Mood which I've been to Mood Uh. P.S. And it's very cool. I've met Swatch, the dog that uh, is the Mood mascot. Um, It's amazing. Uh, But they go to Mood, and when they get back, they have, like, that whole day. And then if it's a one-day challenge, they have usually until, like, I feel like noon. So they have like a couple hours every day before like the fashion show day. Okay. They have like a couple hours because they do like one more model fitting. They have I would say maybe like three hours because they have to have time to be sent to the hair and makeup as Mm -hmm. well Um, which they're all staggered on that. You know what I mean? They all have like scheduling there so they definitely have
1: a little bit of time to make shit happen because I've seen people pull shit out on that fashion show day in like three hours okay yeah it was hard for me to kind of tell what the timing was and when they were like resting and when they were like working and what day was what um but they get sent in the clients get sent in so we see all of the designers talking to their teenagers <laughs> which is so funny like their different reactions so Chris is with his client Um, and she's, he's asking like, okay, well, do you want low cut in the front or in the back? And she tells him both. And I'm like, of course, these are all 16 year old girls. I know that for my senior prom, I wanted to go as slutty as possible.
0: Chris is okay so I don't know if you decided who you were but I definitely (laughs) decided who I was and I was definitely Chris's client because she was like Jersey girl for sure because they're from Jersey so she was like super tan and she wanted like low cut she was very like sporty girly girl and she picked Chris because of his (laughs) drag queen stuff I loved her that was me and I loved her
1: yeah, I probably would have chosen Chris, too, and I think I liked, maybe, I liked his dress, I, well, I didn't like the color of his dress, but I liked the cut of his dress, and I liked uh, Sweet Pea's dress was probably my favorite. Yeah, um, Sweet Pea's dress, definitely. Then Kit and her client talk, so her client Bree says she chose Kit because she wanted to be edgy, and then Kit immediately has a talking head where she's like, I really think that these girls should be, like, modest in their dresses since they're two oh. Oh my god. Well, like, she's,
0: who are she's you? So like, She's like 25. She's so lame. Like, I was like, you Betsy Johnson wannabe. Like, she's so <laughs> right?
1: ridiculous. Right? Your name is Kit Pistol, and like, that's what you say. Like, whatever. So this is what I hate the most. <laughs> the most the most is with Kevin and his client. So, Kevin is, like, his claim to fame, I guess, this season is that he's the straight guy, like, Yeah, wow. that's
0: it! There's always what, like, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you hear it all the time. People are like, oh, you create women's clothes, you must be
1: gay. Like, Okay, so Kevin looks like he got lost on his way to Ink Master and somehow ended <laughs> up on Project Runway.
0: Oh my god,
1: I low key he think he's cute. Like he's like a backstreet boy. Like he is, but like tell me that's not. He's not supposed to be on Ink Master instead. Yeah, he is. He is. But he's
0: made some stuff on there like that wasn't bad. And honestly, when
1: they showed his prom photo, I was like he's hot. Like <laughs> his prom he looked cute. Yeah, but he's just like gross. He's also with the first thing we hear him say to his client, he's like saying something about like, yeah, this will make your figure look really good. You're like, uh, yeah, I get, he's a designer, whatever. Yo, oh my
0: God. So, like, you know me. Like, I feel like you know me a little bit now. And it's like, you know, I'm like so progressive and so like sex positive and so like, especially like basically anti man. But like, <laughs> this is. And when he said that, I, like, respected it because he's a designer, and I'd be like, okay, he knows my figure. Like, he wasn't being creepy. He didn't look at her and was like, oh, this will look real nice on your okay. figure. Like,
1: he I'm wasn't like... being creepy until he was like, oh, they're all going to, like, go tanning and steal booze from their parents. I'm going to build a chastity belt into her dress. That was creepy. That was creepy. One – valid (laughs) valid the chastity belt get out i hated that comment so much and i was like watching it like just now before we started recording just as i was cleaning up my uh kitchen and stuff and i heard that and i was just like screaming from the kitchen i was like i hate this so much it makes me happy to think that maybe we're going forward
0: into a world that like young women won't even know what a chastity belt is
1: I hope. I hope that that is such a dated comment that, like, if that's there are the, any teams the watching or listening, I guess, and go back and watch this, you don't know what that means. You don't need it. It's not important. <laughs> nope. Um, So then we see Rami, his client. They're, like, getting along great. That's great. Um, Victoria and her client. I have nothing to say. Like, there is nothing. There's no meat there. Whatever. He's a nice guy.
0: It's great. He's not trying to come for him. He's doing another Grecian dress. That's great. Moving on. It's green. Whatever. Oh, my God. Okay. You're coming for the green. I know it's not age appropriate, but as a... I'm about to be 28, and I'm, like, a... A woman now. And I feel like I like love. She's green. a woman. I, mean, I am a strong gay woman. Um, I love green, but I loved the green that Chris and Rami both picked, but not for a sixteen or seventeen-year-old. So yeah. I
1: remember in two thousand and 10 in 2011, there were many a green prom dress that looked exactly like that. So maybe it was all inspired from this episode, from this season of Project Runway, but it's inspired
0: by somebody's uh, like a high designer's runway. Like Versace <laughs> and um, Galliano had really romantic runways in the late 90s and the early 2000s where they used that color green a lot. So that's where all that it all comes from somewhere. I
1: I know it does, but in my mind, it was all, there was so many of those at Macy's when I was looking for my prom dress and I didn't like them. And also my friend who was my best friend in high school, who's not my friend at all anymore, who was like a bitch oh. <laughs> and broke up with me, had Ooh. one of those, had one of them silky green prom dresses. So maybe oh it's just God. bad memories. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> um, we see this is my favorite part too. I think this is like my fa- favorite part of this entire episode is when Victoria and her client are talking together and the first thing she's like is she's like, so tell me why you um you chose me, like when you saw my portfolio, and the client's like, Well, actually I got the last choice, but it's fine because I really like your portfolio. <laughs>
0: I love that girl. Like, I know I said that I'm Chris's girl, but out of all the girls, I want to be friends with that girl because she's, like, so fun, and she's, like, she was just honest. She's, like, well,
1: no, I didn't pick yours first, but I loved it. She's she's sweet. She's great, and she's a lot of fun when she does her runway walk, too, so she's, like.
0: She does the iconic peace sign, like, next to her face, not over. It has to be right next to your face
1: she's great but yeah that moment is so funny because it's like the one person where it's like so why did you choose me she's like I didn't (laughs) um and then we also have Sweet Pea and Nicole so her client Nicole is like (laughs) she's like throwing it back and she's like you know I have a butt that sticks out and Sweet Pea's like yeah so she wants a plunging neckline and a low back like below the waist. Um, and she wants it in ivory, so I don't want it to look like her wedding day. And then Sweet Pea also starts talking about teens losing their virginity, and I'm not about it. I don't want it from a man or a woman. Don't talk about teens losing their virginity.
0: Like, it had to be producers asking them the stupidest questions, I, because, like, Sweet Pea is another just, like, fan favorite, and she's so she's cool. She's so cool. She's, like, hippie, like, super progressive, and I can't picture her saying that without being
1: prompted. Yeah, I I hope so.
0: Like, I feel like the producers were like, oh, do you think they're going to get wild? Like, and I'm just like, why would you even ask that?
1: Yeah, it's just like, it's such a sign of the times. Like, this was such a thing in 2007 where we love to talk about a young girl's sexuality and, like, pry into her virginity and ask questions that are none of our fucking business. Um, All right, then we come to Christian and Maddie these the odd couple of the episode if ever there was this girl she when she looks
0: at him and she's like i've taken two years A fashion design I love her. I mean, (laughs) honestly, me too, because (laughs) that was me. But at the same time, I mean, that's me right now. Like, anytime somebody, if I look at somebody and I'm like, oh, I like your outfit, and they'll look at me like, who cares? I'm like, I actually have a fashion degree. So, high
1: praise, bitch. (laughs) This is me after having watched one season of Project Runway. (laughs) You should
0: be really, and I mean, she, when he says, he's like, you know, she knows what she wants. She takes my pencil from me and starts designing. I loved it. Like, I was like, she she does know what she wants. And she, what you said earlier was very true, where she definitely had the most curvy body. Mm-hmm. And she was shorter. Like, out of all the girls uh, on what they would want it, I would have picked what she wanted. Because I was like a short, curvy girl in high school. Mm-hmm. So, like, she wanted this cute little, like, short cupcake type of dress. Um, that was strapless, and she wanted, like, it all, like, the lace and the dazzled and (laughs) the tulle. I love, she wanted a chocolate brown, which was beautiful. Mm -hmm.
1: The colors were gorgeous, yes. She honestly, if she had picked Chris, she probably would have had the best fucking dress because Chris knows how to dress a body like that it's true
0: and he knows how to give like he knows where to give like the volume you have to know mm-hmm. how to what is it proportionize you have to know how to, like, <laughs> I like I'm very on that with my own like silhouettes so mm.
1: <laughs> so yeah she starts she takes a pencil from him she starts sketching and Christian knows she's gonna be trouble in this moment um she wants light brown and gold she says she wants lace all over and he's like telling her he's like ha, ah, you want too much stuff <laughs> like ha, ah, this is gonna be tacky but he really <laughs> he wants to like kill her it's so funny <laughs> and then he's also like now once i start no more changing
0: <laughs> i love it because he's not like he's not like overly rude because let me tell you if you've watched some of these there have been some where the designers have been outwardly rude to their clients, where the clients have cried because the designers have basically called them fat. Oh, Like, God. some crazy shit, man. And you can just tell that, like, Christian's so young. He's only, like, 21. And you can tell that he's been around, like, a lot of, like, white girls who praise him a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who are like, oh, my God, this is my best friend, Christian. He's, like, so fabulous. And, like... <laughs> he's just not used to it and i'm happy like that's why like i said yeah this episode because i'm happy
1: he was put in this place by this young girl that's like well we're not doing that <laughs> maddie knows what the fuck she wants maddie is honestly a fucking icon though <laughs> i love her and she like does not want to be in catholic school she yes oh like, my god yes and especially when sweet pea is talking about it later on maddie's like yes high five she's like yeah because we pee. she says you know i was a catholic school girl and look at me i'm the
0: craziest one here and maddie's like yeah that's what i'm talking about i'm gonna be crazy
1: i love her <laughs> tin comes back in he tells everyone they need to say goodbye to their clients the girls all leave christian is on the floor saying that he wants to cry um, so then they go to Mood to get fabric. They have $250 to shop. I'd so I don't know what fabric costs is $250. Like, is that enough? for a dress.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. $250 is definitely a nicer budget for them too. And they gave them a nicer budget because they're going to be using like better quality uh, fabrics. So like more like silk, chiffon, that kind of stuff is going to cost more than just like a regular cotton jersey. Mm -hmm. Just like obviously your prom dress is going to cost more than a cotton t-shirt you buy at the store. So like they gave them a little more. I mean, you watch the whole season and You saw where sometimes they get like a hundred dollars, yeah, for like some of those more simple ones, but that's a definitely a decent budget. And after being at Mood, their selection is huge, Mood is humongous, so like they have a lot of opportunities,
1: yeah. So, uh, they get their fabric, Sweet Pea makes the executive decision that she is not putting her uh, client in a white dress um so she gets this kind of champagne color that's really pretty but i think white i mean there were gr- plenty of girls at my prom who had white prom dresses i don't think it's like that big of a deal
0: i don't think it's that big of a deal either but i think she made the right choice because of the judges like mm-hmm. the judges oh yeah they definitely definitely would definitely a thing her out and I think the color she picked was so rich looking because it was like a silver type mm-hmm. of like, it looked like it was like melting, like it was moving. So it gave the garment a lot of texture. So I was like, get it, girl. I love Sweet Pea. She's a sweet heart.
1: Yeah. Sweet Pea was definitely one of my favorites watching it throughout the season. Sweet Pea and Chris were probably my two favorite watching it. Sweet Uh, comes back on an all-star season. I saw that, yeah. I was sad that she didn't make it all the way, especially because, like, I don't dislike him, but I (laughs) I don't love Rami. And I didn't love Jillian either, too.
0: Oh, man. Like, the thing is with her is, like, I liked her designs, especially in, like, the denim challenge. Oh, her denim was gorgeous. Was so good. And she's really pretty, but she, if you looked at her um like her placard down at the bottom where like looked at her history she worked for Ralph Lauren and you can just totally tell that she was like that prep yeah um, like preppy
1: tailored chic type of girl Mm -hmm. she had like no personality I was like girl you're like a wet towel (laughs) yeah I know and I was like every time I saw her I was like she's 26 she's like really boring for 26 yeah you know she was talking about those girls she's like these girls are
0: so like it's just really hard to keep it going (laughs) And I'm like, what? Like, you're 26. Didn't you go to the club, like, three years ago?
1: <laughs> so then they all come back to Parsons. Um, so then this is where Christian announces to everyone that he was voted best dressed at the prom.
0: And they showed the picture. Ugh, and like, it's
1: so 2004. Oh, it is. It totally is. And when it's they're like, on. I just, I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> that he was best dressed? no
0: one no one votes best dressed at the prom. Like, I know. first of all, when they were, like, who voted that? And he was, like, they did. And I'm, like, what? You're, like, f- like the group of people at your prom table, and you were,
1: like, okay, girls, who's the best dressed here? <laughs> you better say it's me. And, like, that's exactly what happened. I know. Yeah, he's, like, is that your opinion, or did they take a vote? He's, like, we took a vote. And I'm, like, yeah, you and your friends? Like, yeah, like, you and your five friends at your prom there's not, table. It's not – Prom, you vote for prom king, prom queen, and best dressed. Uh, So Christian is really stressed out in this moment just because he thinks it's a really hard challenge. On top of having to please the client, they also have to find, like, fabric and designs that are going to be appropriate for a prom and also maintaining their specific style as a designer. Um, And he says that he's never had a client that has that many specific requests before.
0: Because he's probably never worked with very many clients.
1: And that's why I was thinking. I was like, didn't you come, like, you're 21. You came straight from your internship to Project yeah. Runway, didn't you?
0: Yeah, which I'm sure, like, they had to work with people for things during in his school. I forget where he went to school at, but I'm sure he's worked with real people
1: before. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's definitely for- had... It was Vivian Westwood and Alexander McQueen that he worked oh with, God, like, I mean, previously. So, like, yeah, amazing, amazing, like, incredible, but it's not like he was talking to the clients directly and being like, let me get exactly your all of your requests. So no, can, right, like,
0: and the people who can afford Alexander McQueen and Vivian Westwood are usually very, very skinny. Like, <laughs> tra- like that sucks. It sucks.
1: Yeah. Um, so, then Jillian says that she has, like, a moment where she's like, is my hair bigger than usual? Like, this is her only moment of personality. Uh, and they say it's all a little bit Tina Turner.
0: No, and it is not. It's I was so offended. Not. <laughs> I was offended. I was like, her hair does not look like Tina Turner. It's like perfectly in place.
1: I know. And so then oh, she, she says that uh, she wants to create something. Now, this is interesting because she's talking about her design. And then I don't see this at all in the execution, but she's talking about how she wants it to look like a mosaic and the silks are supposed to look like the inside of a music box or something. And then it's just like a very, like the end result is like almost like a slip dress.
0: Yeah. I ended up like, I liked her dress. Okay. And it was very her, I feel like, cause it was just really simple, mm-hmm. but I feel like they, what happens a lot is they ask them early on hey what are you doing and they're like oh I'm gonna do this and it's gonna be amazing and then like midday they're like I definitely can't finish this
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just like I didn't really realize it until the second uh watch through but then I like clocked it and I was like this is not a mosaic (laughs) no not at all um Chris asked if anyone was prom queen and Kit says that she was prom princess which I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be. And her date was prom prince, which is not a thing, but whatever. Um, Her dress is really interesting because, like, this is kind of going back to, like, she seems so edgy and cool, but then you see, like, you know, a few years ago her prom dress was very, like, classically pretty and not at all, like, edgy. Like, it's, like, this really full skirt and, like, a long sleeve. And she's from Orange county
0: yeah Like, right? she's like it's so orange county and i'm like you're such a poser sis like you're <laughs> such a poser she totally like fit like went to college and like did mushrooms one time and was like oh my god i like have a whole
1: different perspective
0: now and she dyed her hair she gave herself those really bad bangs so like, yep <laughs> bad betty page bangs that you see don't the bangs and you
1: think she's gonna be a cool person and then Right? Like you can that's the thing that's probably to me one of the most
0: upsetting things is when you see somebody like that and you're like that person's gonna be ten ten and she brings almost nothing to the table. This is really mean. That sounded
1: really mean, but like (laughs) her designs are not good. I'm just talking Uh, yeah. I also like didn't like her dress this episode. So I thought it was so boring. The color blocking was so lame.
0: It was really old. Like that was really old. I wouldn't even wear that.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, then we have a moment that also does not age super well, where Chris asks everyone if they want to hear a joke, and oh his my. joke is, what would you call the Flintstones if they were gay? And the answer is the F-slur. I,
0: you can tell that he said it a lot, too, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, he's yeah. like, this is one of my favorite jokes to tell the straights.
1: Like... <laughs> But in, in 2007, the Straits were all like, ha, 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 it's so funny. Oh, man, it was bad. That was really bad. And I was just like, why did we leave this moment in? It adds nothing to this episode. Oh, and then we get a cute little moment, which also is like a cute little moment of product placement. Um, so Ricky says that, you know, he's thinking about his mom because his mom was a seamstress and she was self-taught and she made his sister's prom dresses growing up. So he decides to call his mom, and they have a little conversation. It's very cute. But as he's calling his mom, there's a close-up shot of the T-Mobile Sidekick 3 that he's calling from. They've had so many
0: sponsors, man. They've had, like, digital cameras on here, which are also, like, a huge throwback.
1: Okay, (laughs) we're giving everyone digital cameras to go out and take pictures of the city for your inspiration. Oh, God, I love a challenge like that. Yeah, it was just so funny because it was a close-up of the sidekick, and I was just, there we are, there's 2007, there it is. R.I.P. So we have a little shot, it's three and a half hours until the end of the day, Um, Sweet Pea basically decides at this point that she's not going to make the neckline and back as plunging as her client has requested, which I think is probably a good call. You have to keep some semblance of taste here. Yeah, they just would have called her out for sure. (laughs) Um, Then we have a quick montage of everyone cutting and sewing until the end of the night. Um, They're all really tired. And then Christian starts talking about, like, okay, the dress is pretty much done. I put in all the tackiness that she wanted, and he's, like, really upset with it. He has a really bad
0: attitude, and it's sad. I hate it. Like, I hate a piss-poor attitude, especially when you're on a show like this where – like, do you know how many people would
1: die for this? I'm really?
0: You know, like, I hate say it, being like that, but it's so true where it's just like, this is a really high-risk show. Like, you know what you're going into. You know what's going to happen. I hate his poor attitudes.
1: Yeah. And it's like not even, I mean, it's not, maybe it's not the greatest thing he's ever designed, but I wouldn't call it tickety-tack like he does. Well, and he's
0: not going home. Like, you know what I mean? Like,
1: I don't know. It's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, So it's the next day, so then this day they have, I guess, all day until midnight to finish. Um, So Christian says that he's changed some things from the original design, he's putting in some intricate beadwork and lace, which he says is very him, so hopefully he'll feel better about what he's producing. Uh, Victoria says she's not happy with her dress because it's something that an older Italian divorcee would wear. And I didn't see that at all, honestly. I couldn't tell, like, where – like, maybe I'm just so, like, blind to it, but I was like, I can't tell how this original design is that much different from what she ended up with because it looks like it still had, like, the same neckline and everything. I just couldn't tell. Her dress was, like, the most – 2007 to me it was very 2007 at prom <laughs> yeah yeah for it sure. was very like dillard's prom collection
0: oh my god the bejeweled neckline with those big jewels but i was she like said, no it's gonna make
1: it look rich and i was oh, like it's... girl <laughs> or not like maybe if it was all like just a white stone but those big colored but see, like
0: at the time
1: that was so popular of course and it but was, it, like... it never looked rich you're you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I mean, if a bunch of, like, high it never looked rich. <laughs> if a bunch of fucking high schoolers at my high school all had that same, like, halter top with that neckline, like, it's not going to look rich coming down the runway. <laughs> uh, so, Tim tells the he's sending in the clients for a 30-minute fitting, um, but the surprise is, this time, not only are the girls there, but their moms have come as well. I'm so excited. I love when we bring the moms. <laughs> Uh, so there's this one moment that I hate again so much where it's at Kevin's station and he's done this little like baby doll halter top kind of silhouette and so where it gathers at the front it kind of poofs out a little bit and the mom is just like oh it sticks out you don't want to look pregnant do you and I just oh I feel so bad for the girl because she you can just tell she's like mom shut the fuck up well, it just goes back to show though, but like baby dolls can look really
0: good on people, and you just have to make it the exact right fit. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was the right fit for her, and it made me mad because in the beginning he's like, he's like this, is like this is like this is gonna, this is wrong. You were wrong. Like it didn't look bad, but it definitely aged her, and it wasn't like the yeah. right baby doll silhouette yeah. for her body type."
1: Yeah and I but yeah, I just I also I feel know, horrible, so horrible that, that she had to deal with her mom uh saying that on television and they right. leave they left that in <laughs> Um so then we have Victoria with her client. So it seems like in this moment, there's going to be some drama that never pans out because it seems like her girl isn't really happy. And because Victoria is really saying like, oh, well, it's not finished yet. And yeah, I had to make some changes. But but then her client's just like, oh no, I love it. And her mom loves yeah. it and she's happy. I, dude, that's what I'm saying. Her client was the easiest. It was like,
0: that girl definitely plays soccer. Tell me I'm <laughs> wrong. That girl's like... Head of the soccer team and she's the girl that you call that's gonna talk to you no matter what. She was so sweet and she was just like, I love it.
1: Are you kidding me? (laughs) She was really sweet. Um, yeah. So
0: and it's hard for people, like I feel bad for designers when they're creating for um just like real life people and you have to come in and do fittings because it's hard for some people to envision the end result Mm -hmm. and you're like looking at it and you're like, No, I hate it. Like this looks like shit. Like, but really like Sometimes it does end up looking like shit, but most of the time it ends up looking really good. So Mm -hmm. it is, it's like a talent that a lot of
1: designers have to be able to see the end result of what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. It's just funny that she like, it felt like she really thought she had to, to prepare her client. No, it's wonderful. (laughs) All right. So then we have Chris's dress and the green silk that I don't like, but he's like, it's so, it was so hard to find. Like this color is amazing. And I was just like, oh, whatever. (laughs) And then, oh, I love this too, where he's like, so I have to ask, what were you guys thinking when you were looking through my portfolio? (laughs) And the mom is just like, oh, it was really fun. It was cool. And she's like, you know, those are all pictures of me in drag. And they didn't know that it was him the daughter
0: totally knew, but the mom was like, oh my God, do you know it was him? Like she was such an Italian mom. Do you know what I mean? She's like, oh my God, did you know we picked him and he had all those crazy outfits. It was all him. That's him.
1: It was was wonderful.
0: Oh, I loved it. And girl, you keep coming for the green. I like the green. It's romantic. It's nice. You know, it's like, it's like a beautiful olive, like a pea green. And I know not a lot
1: of people like that, but it's so pretty. It's fine, I guess. It's just, I think I have, a, I have really strong feelings about prom dresses that I have no business having for someone who doesn't have an interest in fashion. Um, and I hate short prom dresses. And I hate prom dresses oh my that aren't in like an eye poppingly bright color. I think prom, like I think you should, it should just be drag basically. It should either be like Oscar worthy red carpet gown or drag because those are the only chances that the majority of us are ever gonna have to like wear a dress like that.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I did uh, more of the Oscar route, like mm-hmm. my and it was
1: too much. I spent like four hundred to five hundred. dollars yeah. no, I it. also spent it like. way too much money on my prom gowns like I should not I should not have done that but I did because I insisted on it and I like I didn't have anything like I didn't have anything else that I did ridiculous like that in high school no and it's
0: it is nice I mean it obviously didn't seem like a big deal to me at the time because I was doing pageants at like when I was a kid but like now looking back on it that I haven't done anything like that in (laughs) over like nine years I'm like you could have used that for
1: rent (laughs) That could have been like a whole like trip to the beach for a week. Oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I just bought this fucking dress at the second. But I wore one night that it's like sitting in my closet, like. Well, I wore my my senior prom dress. I've worn twice because the second time I a few years ago. This is fun. I had a friend who had a drag themed birthday party, so we all <gasps> dressed in drag, and that was the dress that I wore. Oh my God. I might have to steal that idea. That's really good. It was really fun. And then we all did lip sync performances.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. My birthday's coming up. So I think I'm going to have to be like a quarantine birthday girl. (laughs) And like, honestly getting my friend to do like zoom lip sync performances sound really
1: fun. There you go. (laughs) So yeah, I got to bust out the old prom dress for that and it got a little, a new life. Um so sweet pea tells her client that she also made some executive changes uh that it's not as low in the back as she had asked for but the she said she was worried her the mom would have her arrested Um, but she tries on the dress the mom talks about how much she loves it the client likes it so everyone's happy there and then we go back to christian station where things are not going so well um, so Maddie's dress is, like, short and poofy, and, like, it's poofing out in the back, and she's not happy about, like, what it's, what's happening back there. The mom, we just get, like, one, like, quick shot of. Her mom's, like, it's too short. <laughs> Weren't you surprised that her mom wasn't, like, as sassy as Maddie? Her mom sounded like she was maybe, like, Caribbean or something, so I feel like she's probably, like, one of those, like, uh, parents, just, like, you know, where you're a first generation student, like yeah. you're a parent, and so it's just like really strict. So I could kind of see, but I just wanted more of the mom. Cause her being like, it's too short. I really wanted her to keep yelling at Christian and like Christian to like go crazy because he had Maddie requesting one thing, the mom requesting another. I thought that would have been really funny. But he's just like, it'll be fine. It's gonna be fine. Um and then Christian has a voiceover. He's like, I'm not a dressmaker. I'm a designer, which I don't know what that means in this context. Okay. So like, he's basically
0: throwing shade being like, he doesn't want to make the dress she's designing. So that's like kind of a big thing. Some people um and there have been designers on there like you can either design really well or you can sew really well so that's what he means like mm. are you a dressmaker like he's just sewing this dress for her rather than designing a dress for mm, her I see does that make sense yeah like he does and I like bet money like obviously he's at a point now in his career where he has a whole team behind him that he's not sewing dresses anymore oh sure honey huh? He is designing! He, like, makes a sketch, boop, 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 and here you go! And then, like, other people sew it. hmm
1: But it's also, and like, then, that's hey, that's you dues, 21-year-old Christian.
0: For sure. I mean, that's why there's a different like, there's a difference in the industry between, like, a seamstress and a designer. hmm Like, a seamstress can make you something, but a
1: designer can design you something. I knew he was being shady, but I just didn't understand all the nuances. Oh, he was being shady. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and so Sweet Pea kind of says from across the room that, you know, your dress is very couture and Christian's really the wonder kid around here. But Maddie's just like, mm-hmm, sure. Oh, I love that because it's just like camaraderie.
0: Like they always do that with other, when they have real people clients, like they're like, oh, this, ex- this fabric I got, they, they bought, it was so expensive. They spent like all their money on you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. But also like, it's just funny because Maddie's like, this is not, I'm not buying it. Oh, not impressed. Then- And Christian's, like, annoyed because Maddie's also, like, I designed the dress along with him. And so Jillian and Rami kind of feel bad for Christian because he's suffering with his client. But Rami also says that he thinks that Christian should take the wheel more. And, I mean, I get it. It's, like, one of those things where you do have to, like, find the balance. And when your client is as opinionated as Maddie is, maybe – it is a little bit more difficult than all of the rest of like everyone else is having an easier time than Christian is but also I feel like Christian's own personal attitude is not helping things
0: yeah I definitely think that it would just be better if I think it's just poor communication on their like their part they're just not finding it you know what I mean Mm because it's just like I don't know I think they work really well together in this sense And they are like, I feel like if Maddie was Christian's age, they'd be best friends. I know. Right? Like, because. There could have been. Yeah, yeah, because they're like exactly like each other. And he loves like calling her out and she loves calling him out. And Mm -hmm. that's like, I love that.
1: Yeah, it's like, despite everything, it never really gets contentious with them. And their relationship is really cute. So then we get a little chiron. It's five hours until the end of the day. We just have a quick moment where they're all kind of sewing together. And Sweet Pea is talking about how she really wants to be in the top because she feels like she's the underdog. And then Victoria's like, well, I've been in the bottom twice. And Chris is like, well, I've been voted off. (laughs) Which is very rare
0: for somebody to come back like that.
1: Yeah, that's something that I also, we haven't talked about, but I really liked from the season was that. So, Chris was voted off in one episode, and then another designer, Jack, ended up having to leave because he had, like, MRSA or something in his face. That shit was wild. It was, like, another flesh-eating bacteria moment. But, so, he has to leave. So, then uh, they decide to go ahead and bring Chris back since he had been the person who had been- eliminated previously and I love that one they brought him back and I love that two he stays until almost the end of the season and he doesn't immediately get re-voted off and he really makes something of his time coming back I love when that happens in a in a reality show it's so rare it's so rare (laughs) yeah um so then Tim comes in uh he kind of talks to the designers he asks Kevin what the mom thinks of the dress um kevin's like well i wasn't sure about the mom because she didn't like a lot of the details so instead of being like i wasn't sure about the dress he was like i wasn't sure about the mom (laughs) and then we (laughs) this moment happens where he asked kevin what's gonna what he's gonna do with the hymn. and he's like i might just leave it the judges might not even notice and i was i who don't i don't know anything i wrote in my notes i was like sir where do you think you are Like this is a professional moment, and
0: this was a fabric choice. This is why he didn't do it, and he didn't say that in the beginning. And when he was up on the runway, and they called him out for it, and he was like, "I, you know, I didn't want to," and and even 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 more, he just picked poor fabric for what he did, and then like, I'm sorry, I'm just like at odds with this because it is just so Project Runway history of you to say something like that, and to get kicked off, or Mm -hmm. to do something, you know what I mean, like, I don't think I'm gonna do the hem, like, everyone, like,
1: people who don't even know anything about fashion know what a fucking hem is. (laughs) Exactly, and to just be like, well, if they'll even notice that, I'm like, that's, like, that's a detail that everyone's gonna look for immediately. For sure.
0: Like, what do you think they're judging you on? They're judging you on the clothes. Like, if they'll even notice that about your clothes,
1: about the outfit you're making. <laughs> and so, yeah, Tim, like, assures him that they'll notice, but he's just kind of like, oh, whatever. Um, so then Tim goes over to talk to Rami. Um, so they talk about if if it's going to look too mature, if the dress that he's making is going to look too mature, too high fashion. Tim even says, like, is it going to look like she's wearing her mother's dress?
0: Oh, and, you know, Rami's just, like, a lot of young women are are a lot more interested in high fashion now. (laughs) And I'm like, what, girl? Like, people are, like, we like Ferris Hilton in 2007. Like, (laughs) not interested in high fashion. And I guess I will say that the girl he had seemed, like, a little more, like, I don't want to be, like, like nerdy. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. she seemed, like, a little, like, sciencey. Like, she was into, like, she was a scientist. Like, I bet that girl's, like, a doctor now, which, good for her. But (laughs) it's just, like, yeah, that's definitely what she wanted. And I don't even remember hearing anything about what she wanted.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's It was kind of weird. And then, I mean, on I'll say to you this, on the mannequin, it looked better than it did on the girl because the draping, I know that he's like a master of draping, but I feel like the draping was so weird on that dress.
0: Yeah, it bunched up a lot on her. Like, it added weight on her. That mm-hmm. was unnecessary.
1: Like it was really bunched up, like in certain places. Um, so then this is the moment where Tim checks in on Victoria and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna put a crystal trim on the neckline, and it's gonna look really rich. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like it's the bedazzled jewels that you would get like in a Lisa Frank stationery kit.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's yeah, I remember I think there were a lot of um purses around this time that were bedazzled with those exact same kind of like giant plastic rhinestones. And like multicolored. Yes. Yeah. Uh and then we have Tim talking to Christian, so he's like Christian, I'm so worried about you. You've been doom and gloom all afternoon. <laughs> it's so good. And it's so honest, you know, and he just tells him, like, he
0: has a piss-poor attitude. Mm-hmm. And what does, doesn't does Christian say He's like, somebody's got to go home, and I yes. guess it can be easy. And I'm like, girl, shut up. Like, you're not going home, number one. You're, like, the golden child <laughs> of the season.
1: But you want to, you're really going to throw this all away because you have one, like, poor experience with a client, and you just can't, like, get it together. So well, yeah, just being him, a little, yeah, just bitchy. He's being bitchy. So Tim tells him to like get it together. And he's like so nice about it too. Like he doesn't need to be that nice. He's like, you have all these like, you know, here's the like this gorgeous lace. You can do something with this. And he's just like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, and like, I mean, and like, and like, like that. It's,
0: I know you've watched the whole season and it's interesting to see how shitty Christian is to Tim because Christian doesn't take a lot of Tim's advice and now Christian is Tim, mm-hmm. and I wonder how that, like, plays out in his mind, like, I wonder how he feels with contestants who kind of act like he did towards Tim, you know, because there are times in this, in the season where he's, like, you know, I mean, sometimes you do have to take people's, and people say this all the time about Tim anyway, but, like, sometimes you do have to take Tim's opinion, but today, I'm gonna go with my instincts, and it's, like, no, girl, just listen to Tim. Like, yeah. always listen to Tim. Just listen to Tim. And he was
1: kind of mean to Tim sometimes throughout the season, and it made me sad. Well, so Tim says that they have less than two hours at this point, so they have to make it work. And then we have another moment where Kevin says that he's not going to him it. And Chris is like, what do you mean you're not going to him it, darling? That would be unfinished. Oh, the shade. The RuPaul. In the <laughs> Shady rattlesnake. Yeah. Um, montage of everyone working, and then they all head out for the night. And so then at the apartments, Christian is upset because he thinks he's going home. Um, he says something like, you're going to miss me when I'm gone tomorrow. And they're all just like laughing at him.
0: I just, like, I don't know. I keep making excuses for him because I have this love-hate thing. But he's only 21, you know? Oh, yeah. And he's just, like, oh, like, I feel it. Like, I feel the angst, and I feel like
1: he's, like, low-key insecure. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's cocky, but at the same time, like, he knows that he doesn't know everything. Yeah. Yeah. So then the next day is the day of the runway show. Um, so we have like a quick little talking head about uh, of like Rami and him just kind of giving his background. So he is from uh, Jerusalem. He was raised in Jerusalem and there is no prom in Israel. So he has no experience with that really. Um, and then they like make a joke about like Heidi, I guess, cause like, is there prom in Germany? I don't know. And they joke like, oh, she would wear a lederhosen dress to her prom. It's just kind of like a cute, funny moment of them like all hanging out together.
0: They always joke about, like, contestants always talk about Heidi and like, oh, what would she wear? And they'd be, like, something really short. <laughs> it's cute. It is cute. I, like, no, it's cute. I love Heidi. Like, I love Heidi on the show because she's just, like, very, she's down to earth in this weird way that she also mm-hmm. is really ditzy, but she knows, like, she's like, I'm ditzy, like, I'm
1: funny, I'm silly, you know? Like, she's cool. Yeah. Um... So then back in the workroom, Christian is feeling more motivated, like he's feeling better. I guess he had like a good night's sleep. He wants to make it work. Uh, So they haven't, Tim comes in, he tells them that they're going to have an hour with their clients before they'll have to get sent off to hair and makeup. So hair, I don't know if it's always sponsored by like these same two companies, but so hair is Tresemme and makeup is L'Oreal, which I thought was kind of interesting because I was like, Tresemme, are we really, are we really doing Tresemme for these professional models?
0: I mean, it's always things like that. It's always goes back and forth. It's always
1: brands you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so, just like the commercial aspect of it.
0: Yeah, I think the most like high-end makeup brand they've gotten on there was MAC. And that was like early, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they had Mary Kay for a while. I'm like you have Mary Kay. Like, um, I feel like, I don't know.
1: L'Oreal was a long time, was a long time. They had L'Oreal for a long time. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a kind of interesting I mean it's like it makes sense because yeah this is like a show that's very commercialized it's for like the middle American audience it's like a way to make fashion accessible to like the average everyday consumer um but it's just funny because I know I have, feel like I have like hairstylist friends who are just like dear god do not put trust on your hair I mean, oh my god not like, right it's like it's not like dove but like yeah it's not it's not good for your hair uh so oh, we have a quick moment here too where ricky's like when i had a girlfriend i actually made her prom dress but that should have been a clue right there
0: <laughs> i like ricky as a like he's sweet but his designs are so bad like I'm, i honestly just he's like so whatever in this season to me
1: i think i'm really enchanted by his personality and also like every time i was like watching an episode my husband would come in and he'd be like all right what hat does he have on like all of his little oh yeah his hats, hats are cool like the mesh
0: one is so cool (laughs)
1: yeah um all right so then they all kind of are just like getting ready this is where Jillian has her moment in how she's basically like these kids are so fucking annoying and loud but then she's like it's just interesting trying to get used to working in an environment where they're like really excited and loud (laughs) um And so then the models are in hair and makeup, we see them all getting ready, and we see Christian still working on Maddie's dress, and she's, like, trying to walk away, and he's, like, pulling her back, like, and she's like, oh, we're almost finished, we're almost finished, and then we're not done. And He's just like, well, we're not done, and when we're done, then we can be done.
0: Maddie is such a drag queen, because, like, she was sassy before, but the minute she got, like, her dress on yeah her hair done she was like oh my god you're like "Oh blah 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 and then what did she say she's like I know you love me and I was like oh girl sing it sing it (laughs) get it like she was
1: feeling herself like oh my god I know it's funny that she's like I don't really like the dress because she really was feeling herself um and then christian's also like warning the judge like he's like well the judges are gonna ask you about your dress and if you like it i'm gonna have to defend my work kind of just being like so you know don't throw me under the bus here bitch i truly feel yeah like if they hadn't met in this context where she was the client and he was the designer they probably would have been like got they would have been able to get along oh yeah because he loves a sassy bitch you know (laughs) what i mean he loves that So we are on the runway. Heidi introduces the judges. So it's Michael Kors and Nina Garcia, like you mentioned. Um, And we have this moment where she's like, the guest judge is Gilles Mandel, head designer of Gilles Mandel. I mean, (laughs) that's like he's the designer of that house. There's lots of designers under it. Sometimes
0: like there could be a really big designer in a house like that. So um, like Zach Posen could maybe work for them.
1: I, it just tickled me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, and so then we have the runway presentation. So we see each of the girls come out. So the first is, I don't have all of the girls' names known. I just have their designers. So oh, Sweet, yeah, same. Sweet Peas Girl. So that was the long, silky, silvery dress, which was really pretty. Like, not super exciting, but probably my favorite for a prom dress of all of the options that they had.
0: And I think it looked the best on her. So I loved hers. I think, I feel like her girl was Latina or like maybe Spanish of some sort because she had a like really, I feel like her mom um, also, like the way they were speaking, mm-hmm. they, she had a really pretty skin complexion. So the silver looked really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. her that was f- my favorite. Sweet Peas was my favorite. I would have chosen Sweet Pea over Victoria, who's the one who ultimately wins, but Yeah, I like Sweet Peas a lot. Then we have Victoria comes out. So hers, I like the color. I love that pretty, pretty, like, electric blue. I do not like a bubble hem, like, if that's what they're called, right? I hate that. Yeah, they are. They're
0: terrible. I'm, like – I used to wear a bubble hem. I wore a bubble
1: hem to one of my homecomings, and it's so sad. Like they're so bad. I never liked that, <laughs> um, and I don't like it as a prom dress, but I like it as a homecoming dress. Like, yeah, I have, for sure, homecoming. I don't like a short prom dress, like I mentioned. Or if you are gonna do a short prom dress, I like more of a, a cupcake dress, like what Maddie has. I agree. Um, So then we have Chris's girl. So that's the long silky green dress. I like the um, how it's kind of gathered in the front where it had like the bow and then it had like the slit coming up the front. That was really nice.
0: It definitely looked like professionally made like you could go and buy it in the store today. Really commercial. Her hair looked not good. Like, (laughs) Like I was like, oh, like the hairstyle they chose was not good with the whole look.
1: Uh, then we have Kevin. So his girl was wearing the short red, like halter baby doll. Looks bad. <laughs> Looks bad. It makes her look so old. Her mm-hmm. hair makes her look so old. Yeah, that whatever okay. that hairstyle was it was just like we, it looked like it was just clipped up in the back with like no care. Yeah. So bad. Uh, and then Jillian. So this one is pretty, but it was not like I wasn't blown away by it. It's like this long, silky, light blue, and then like the bodice, like the cups, are like trimmed in this darker blue, but it doesn't fit super well on her client. I don't know. And Hopefully once again, like the her. hair was
0: bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it was just like the, you have to know how to style these looks too. Like the styling behind it's really important. So when like the hair isn't styled right, the
1: makeup doesn't go with the outfit, like it just looks weird. Um, and then we have Maddie, our girl Christian's model. So that's the I I like the choice of fabric for this dress. I feel like that maybe was the most prom appropriate out of everyone's. I agree cuz it was kind of like a uh, satin. Mm-hmm.
0: With yeah, the, the brown
1: chocolate. chocolate trimmed with the black lace. It was pretty it was nice. Then we have Kit's horrible dress, which is like this midi length almost dark blue with this red, black, green, blue neckline color blocking bullshit.
0: It was really bad. Hers was not my least favorite, but definitely in the least favorites. Like,
1: a lot of them did that halter style, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I like, I didn't dislike that halter style, but I just didn't like pretty much everything about the rest of the dress, so that wasn't enough to, like, redeem it. Um, and then Ricky. I actually really liked Ricky's dress in this, like, soft pink fabric that has this, like, really soft sparkle to it with this, like, little pure ump- waist. But I think it's just, like, the girl was so pale that she was really washed out in that fabric. And, like, on a client with, like, a darker complexion, I think that might have been, like, prettier.
0: Oh, gosh, girl, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. Like, there was just something about it that just, like, there was, like, no design. It
1: was very it was a little. Just- Potato sack in shape.
0: Yeah, there was no design. Like, there was no design in the shape, and then there was no design in the color. I think I like, I really like the color. Where am I going? Where am I going? Yeah, it would have looked on like a black girl. That color would have looked so beautiful. So pretty. Like, we're looking
1: at the whitest girl in this lineup. Like, that girl's like Irish American. (laughs) Uh, But I, I, it's just so soft and feminine. I really like it was how- really soft. it was really sweet. like that's very him, too. Like he likes his women to be very feminine. I just I liked the because I think everything else too was like a lot either more sophisticated to the point of being like inappropriate for like a high schooler or maybe like high school appropriate, but like more like glam. and I just liked how like soft and pretty it was. And I liked the little like jewels on the belt or whatever that was like in the waist. I thought that was nice too it was then we were at Rami okay Rami I hated it so fucking much there was nothing I liked about this I hated the color I hated the draping I hated that fucking dropped waist bullshit with the pleating The drop waist is so
0: ugly like the it totally looks like she's wearing her grandmother's dress because remember Tim came in he was like is it going to look like she's wearing her mother's (laughs) dress? And I'm like, that's her grandmother's dress. The color is pretty, but it's still like, Oh, my God. Isn't it sad? Because it's kind of, like, it's almost the same color as Chris's girl. Mm -hmm. And, like, Chris's girl is definitely, like, a cheerleader. And she's, like, a bitch. Like, okay. Like, she's definitely, like, popular girl. And then Rami's girl, like, is the nerdy scientist girl. And then she gets put in this freaking dowdy-ass
1: dress. (laughs) And I love Rami. But, yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, and of the two greens that were very similar, I feel like I liked Chris's green better. And it's just, like, it's going to be arbitrary, but I feel like Chris's green was just, like, a cleaner green, and Rami's just looked, like, a tinge muddier, almost. It was a little mossier, a little more muted. You're right. But, yeah, it was it was rough. That draping on the side, on the one side, was just, like, it just... It, it just like, weighed her down. It made her yeah. look so it like, it just looked like it was heavy on it her poor little body. It made her look uneven, like, because you could see one boob, and then the other was, like, obscured. So then we have, it's time for the judges to critique. So Kit, Jillian, and Chris are all called. They are safe, so they get to go. Um, And then the remaining designers, their models are brought out for the critique. So first is Sweet Pea. Um, So she says that her client was inspired by, like, Hollywood glamour, and she wanted something kind of Grecian, Um, so I think that she executed that pretty well, and Nina says that it's a little bit sophisticated for a 17-year-old, but I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it looks pretty appropriate for a prom dress.
0: Yeah, especially in the times, like, I think, which... It's pretty weird to say, cause it's it makes you think if Sweet Pea would have done like the low front and the
1: low back, like what she would have thought. Then you know what I mean. They probably would have been like, "It's hoochie mama." Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Um. So then it's Kevin. So he says that he, since his motto model was Filipina. He wanted to do something that complemented her skin color, so that's why he chose the red. And then Nina's like, Mm-mm, nope, it makes her look much older than her age. Um, Michael calls it matronly, which I feel like ooh, it's like the nail in the coffin, is if you're calling this prom dress matronly. No one wants to be called matronly it's
0: like also being called like homey you yeah know what i mean like it looks really homey
1: matronly is like the mark of death on project runway period <laughs> and then of course he brings up the hemming because it's bad and heidi says that it looks cheap which it does it looks like it was at the kmart like clearance section grab your sundress and go oh blue light special bitch okay <laughs> it, it just it's really bad uh, Victoria, they call it chic, Nina really likes the color, everyone says it's like fun, and it's appropriate, her client really loves it, so good job there. Um, and then we have Christian. <laughs> this moment where he's like on the Instantly.
0: runway he instantly throws that girl under the bus
1: instantly like doesn't even
0: care he like just gave her that pep talk in the thing where he's like okay well they're gonna gonna ask you you know don't be throwing me under the bus and so he's like well she's really opinionated <laughs>
1: <laughs> And then maddie is just like her mouth is agape her eyes are like side-eyeing him but I actually did love when he was like, girl, you know you are. Like. I know. it was. She, like, looks really shook, and she shouldn't be. But it was really funny with, like, her reaction to it. Um, every, They like the dress. Heidi likes the dress. Uh, but I thought this was kind of interesting where Gilles was, like, there was, like, a – he's, like, you could tell that there was conflict between the designer and the model in the dress. And I didn't see that. I think he was just, like, bullshitting there. Like, yeah. just, like, talking. Um. And so then what I also thought, this is, I don't know, maybe if I wasn't, like, interpreting this part well, I don't, I don't know, but, like, Nina was like, oh, there's a lot of ruffles and lace, and Christian's like, well, that's what my client wanted, and then Maddie's like, yeah, I wanted more lace. So it seemed like she was about to be like, there was too much lace, and then Maddie was like, I wanted more lace, and then they, like, had to pivot the critique to, like, you didn't give the client what they wanted. I don't, I don't know, it just seemed like that was weird. Yeah, I think, um. Well, I think we only get like, I
0: think we get chopped up edits of these like, of course critiques anyway. Yeah. But I feel like it was definitely about to be critiqued that there is too much lace, number one. So Nina was definitely about to critique that. And I think that when you're doing these um, real people challenges, it's always like you fall in under two categories, which like is Rami and Christian, Mm -hmm. where Christian, it's like, you didn't put enough of yourself in the design where Rami didn't put enough of his client
1: in the design. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so that's kind of what the critique ends up being, is Nina just says you need to finesse, like you have to have finesse in how you're dealing with your client's requests while also like keeping yourself in the design instead of just straight up being like, there's too much lace. (laughs) Yeah, like she doesn't want to, like, and at that point, they don't want to offend like the 17-year-old girl Mm -hmm. either. Um, and she does say that she doesn't like how she's trying to blame, like how he's trying to blame Maddie and Maddie's like, thank you.
0: (laughs) When in reality, I feel like it's like, girl, it doesn't have anything to do with your opinion. It's just poor, uh, business. (laughs) Um, She's
1: like, thank you. I know I designed this dress. Thank you for the compliments on my design. Yeah, that's exactly what she's saying. Uh, So then we have Ricky. His client likes the dress, but um, they don't. She's lying.
0: She does not like that dress. I'm telling you. I like the dress. I'm sorry. I know you like it. I feel so bad that we're like, so But like, oh, God, I hate it.
1: it. It's great. (laughs) I think it's cute. I'd wear it probably. I think,
0: I personally think he should have went home. Yeah, girl. Wow. I do. I do. For this dress, it's so bad.
1: Well, that's a lot for you to say when Robbie's up next with his lady at lunch dress with the ugly ass dropped waist. Oh my God, she, and I love
0: Robbie so much because he's just like, the woman I designed for is sophisticated <laughs> and it
1: is the woman who, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but this is also, Michael calls it um, a 35 year old woman going out to dinner, which is, so insulting to 35 year olds personally. I know, like, I'm closer to 35 than I am. Like, <laughs> a lot of things. It's, yeah, I have 35 year old friends and they would never wear that ugly ass dress.
0: It is not that bad. It would look better on somebody who is older. It has like more of a body.
1: I mean, yes. Maybe if I saw it on the like correct model, but I really honestly hate. no, but the
0: fact that like you would even think that Riki's dress, <laughs> like
1: that thing looks like it's ten dollars. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I Lummy told you dress, is my sense of fashion. <laughs> I told you this at the beginning of the episode i did been said I want to go oh, to Target. Ah!
0: <laughs> Rami's dress does look expensive to me. Like, you can see that there's design there and there's something there. Freaking Ricky's dress looks like I took a tool, like a piece of tool, and wrapped it around. Like, I could do that. With a crystal belt. Riley, I could make it for you. I could make it for you.
1: I mean, I, don't threaten me with a good time. I might take you up on that offer. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Shout, so. out
0: to Shout out to Sonia and Mike. Don't threaten me with
1: a good time. <laughs> uh, Alright, so the designers leave. The judges deliberate. Um, they Heidi's like, real shady. She's like, well, we only like two this week, because usually it's three and three that are up there, the top three and the bottom three, but uh, the only two that they like are Sweet Pea and Victoria. Also, I don't know if anyone else notices this, will appreciate this, but Heidi really gives us a Charlotte York crazy eyes moment when she's like and there was victoria like she opens her eyes really wide she does that a she's fun
0: she's a goose man i love <laughs> heidi she's a really good um host to mm-hmm. a reality show to a competition she's kind of like a padma oh wait you don't watch top <laughs> <laughs>
1: no she's she's good i like heidi i just like i was like there the crazy eyes came out Um, so the rest of the designers, they obviously had problems with, they kind of just go over the same critiques that they just talked about. Um, and then of course, Nina really does not appreciate Christian blaming his problems on Maddie. So that was like the big deal. I feel like that's like always a big thing is like, you can't, at the end of the day, you have to own your shit and you can't ever like blame it on a client, whether it's, you know, Project Runway, whether it's Ink Master, whatever fucking competition show you're on, you have to own your shit.
0: For sure. It's messy. It's not cute. If you have, if you don't keep it cute, keep it or keep it on mute.
1: And so then the designers come back out. Um, so the winner is Victoria, which I don't agree with. Should have been Sweet Pea. No, should have been Pea. Sweet Pea. For and sure. So- and
0: like, they set it up for her to win too, you know, yeah. like, uh, narrative wise, because she's like, I really feel like I should win. And I'm like, girl, you're winning.
1: <laughs> And instead, Victoria wins with her, like, basic bitch homecoming dress with the jewels.
0: I could have bought that at $60 at Charlotte
1: Roos. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. It's funny how I'm, like, that one's so basic, like, the $60 Charlotte Russe, Charlotte Roos dress, but I will defend the $10 Forever 21 dress to the great- Oh, my God! <laughs>
0: Oh, we're to the grave. I'm glad you said that because that's
1: what we're going to bury you in—is that $10 Forever 21 dress? And I will look ethereal and lovely. <laughs> um, so it comes down to Kevin and Christian. Uh, well, obviously we know that Christian wins, so that means Kevin must go home. Heidi offs him. I thought that was kind of funny when I was like reading through. It's like they they refer to being eliminated as being offed from her trademark phrase of Wiedersehen
0: yeah like that's another thing too is like when she says like you're out like it kind of gives me uh did you ever watch the weakest link
1: oh yes yeah where she's like you
0: are the weakest like goodbye like it was very much like that like because Heidi's really sweet but the show is like it is really serious and when the person goes home she's like you're out like it's just instant there's no emotion yeah you're out and I'm like oh it's a cut
1: yeah, it's not like where in America's Next Top Model, Tyra's like, goodbye, and it's all like soft music, like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, no, it's just. it's Yeah, they're out. gone. And, and that's it. That's the end. We made it. We made it to the end. <laughs> it was a journey. It through was. RuPaul-isms. <laughs> There were a lot of references in this episode.
0: I mean, it's a. It's a hefty show, and I definitely think I stand behind Project Runway being one of the best reality competition shows, if not the best reality competition show um, of all time. I think that they still have a couple more years to come, and I love them. <laughs> Listen to me; it's like I'm accepting an award on their beh- behalf. or I'm like, this is
1: why, this is why I graduated in the Project Runway. Um, So I am going to do a where are they now for our designers. I'll try to make it really quick because this has gone on for a very long time. Um, (laughs) Starting with our boy, Kevin Christiana is a creative director for Shop Your Way Brands and also developed the Adam Levine men's collection for Kmart.
0: Oh my God, bitch, I didn't know that. (laughs) I'm like freaking out. That's great. That is so on brand though. Oh my God. Can you picture Kevin and Adam, like, together designing
1: Of course. Things? Oh, my God. I'm dying. Okay. Um. Uh, Kit Pistol, whose real name is Christina Scarbo, is now a costume designer for t- TV. She's done stuff for At Midnight, Stargate Origins, other stuff I saw on IMDb. So that's pretty cool. Um, Victoria Hong, she launched a fashion line after she was eliminated in 2008 called Nabe, which is the Korean word for butterfly but I can't find like anything else about her. She does not really have much of a presence on the internet and her Twitter. Her last actual tweet was from 2009 and then she was hacked and the next tweet is from uh, 2017 about Ray-Bans.
0: Does that mean it was, uh, yeah, okay. It, it was, was like, click like,
1: here, Ray-Ban, $17.99. Like, I, like, legit thought about it. I was like, oh, so she, like, partnered with Ray-Ban? <laughs> no. It was just, like, a silence for 80 yeah, seconds I mean, and then a random Twitter hacked tweet. Um, Ricky is also, like, has no presence on the internet that I could find. I found, like, I found one single, because, you know, he was, like, a uh, lingerie designer or whatever before he went on Project Runway. I, I'm i assuming this is a lie, and this is some, like, Chinese retailer that's just, like, name-dropping a fashion, some kind of fashion designer, because I found one single Ricky Lazald Black Shemise on Amazon, but, like, only one. There's no brand on Amazon anywhere else I couldn't find him on the internet so it's got to be some like drop shipper or something just randomly name dropping him on the product description it was so funny that's really that's really weird yeah and it's just like I hate when I can't find these people because I'm like you had a career what are you doing makes me sad that makes me really sad um, so, Sweet P, uh, her real name is Kathleen Vaughn. She appeared on All Stars. Um, she is currently active on Instagram, so you can find her there at Sweetest P. Uh, she posts a lot about her kids; it's pretty cute. And she does a lot of work right now as a makeup artist in the film industry. That's cool. I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have our boy Chris March. Rest in peace. R.I.P. As we we said. Uh, So I thought this is kind of cool. He was on the fourth season of All Stars. He continued to work as a fashion and costume designer. Clients including Madonna, Cirque du Soleil, Prince, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, and Meryl Streep. Like, amazing. We love it. Um, He was also on several episodes of Real Housewives of New York as a friend of Sonia Morgan, which I didn't know. That's really cool. Oh, my God.
0: I didn't know that either. Damn.
1: And he had his own show uh, about his work as a costume designer on Bravo called Mad Fashion.
0: Okay, I think I do remember, like, seeing that advertise, and I never watched it. Yeah, oh, so I, I definitely I want to go back that. and find it, yeah.
1: it's from 2011, so it's one of those, like, one-season Bravo shows that they would just, like, crank out back then. I really want to see what it's about.
0: It makes me happy that a lot of people responded well to him, because, you know, especially, like in the gay community when it comes to being, like, fat or femme or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, a lot of those things. He was, like, a fat gay guy that really was able to push some boundaries, and I'm, I'm here for it, girl.
1: Yeah, Uh, and then, of course, he unfortunately had an accident, so I don't know if you know the details surrounding his death, but it's, like, really sad Um, He had an accident in June 2017 where he fell and hit his head and then he was unconscious in his apartment for four days before he woke up and he called 911 and then was rushed to the hospital. Um, After that he had to be put in a medically induced coma and then when he woke up from his coma he had lost functionality in his legs and his right hand and arm. Uh, so, obviously, at that point, he had to be put into a long-term care facility, but he continued to work on his fashion designs up until his death, and he passed away just last September of a heart attack. So, rest in peace, Chris March. We love you. You are an icon. You left a legacy, and I'm very sad to to know that he passed away. Um, <laughs> then we have Jillian Lewis. I couldn't find too much on her, but she still seems to be doing fashion work she had a line, it's on hiatus, but I think she's going to, like, relaunch her line soon, according to her um, website. She's active on Instagram, if you want to look her up there, and she has a couple of kids, um, and then Rami, he also was on All Stars. He's currently still a fashion designer, so he's active in his career, and then, of course, we have Christian, so I thought this was kind of cool. He was, like, kind of, like, a pop cultural icon like he had a moment when he was on the show and Amy Poehler actually portrayed him on SNL and he was on an episode of Ugly Betty as himself Um, in October 2009 he released a book called Fear Style How to Be Your Most Fabulous Self which had a foreword by Tim Gunn Uh, he also had his own one hour Bravo special called Kristen Siriano Having a Moment I did watch that (laughs) Um, And then, of course, he's done so much in the world of fashion. He has his own label. He's done plenty of mass market collections and collaborations, of course. Um, And then the thing that I actually knew him from, which I didn't know that I knew him from but when I, like, Googled this, of course I knew him, was the iconic uh, tuxedo gown at the 2019 Oscars, Billy Porter's gown. Gorgeous, Mm -hmm. incredible, of course, when I saw, like, when I, like, Googled his name and that pulled up as, like, the first thing, I was like, oh, yes, I I know this designer, like, everyone knows that, Um, but yeah, that was really cool, and in in his personal life, he married his partner, Brad Walsh, in 2016, however, they separated in 2018, so he's currently in a relationship as of 2019, and he's serving as a mentor on Project Runway, as we all know. I want him to be in a relationship with Tim. (laughs) god <laughs> a maid I romance
0: a, oh i know that's reaching uh yeah he's had a he's had a great career you know and i'm happy that they have him on there but i don't think it's this
1: it's his calling mm-hmm. yeah he i could see him destined for I don't know, like, he's so talented, obviously he's done so much in his short time, and, like, I don't even know his work that well, but from what I know of him, he seems like he really could be, like, one of the greats, like, he's just done so much so young, and, like, he really could, like, have his own house of Siriano that, you know, 20 years from now people will be talking about.
0: Yeah, I think that he'd be better at, like, a different type of fashion show that's not Project Runway, but maybe even just what you said, like, something maybe centered around him or something that's, like, I don't know. I feel like Project Runway's trying really hard to keep up with those others,
1: and I don't know how much longer it's going to last. Might be time to let it go, girl. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) So, the last question, as we always ask, do you think it holds up does it Is it worth a rewatch? Oh my God, of
0: course yeah of course. if like if if people haven't gotten that from me by now, I definitely think it's worth a rewatch. I definitely think watching all of the seasons is worth the rewatch especially because it's interesting to you can see a timeline of fashion there's so many things behind it that's Mm -hmm. a little bit for everybody you can see a a timeline of fashion that's funny it's not like something that you have to be like i know fashion it's funny 2000s fashions are funny just so to see these people make these things it's great and it's also it's absolutely astounding because you get to see people make entire garments in a day Mm -hmm. and who do you know personally that can do that i mean I went to fashion school, so I know a couple, but it's hard, you know, like that's, it's amazing. I definitely think it's worth the
1: rewatch especially cuz i don't know if it's going to stay on for much longer. Yeah. Um i mean other than some of the casual slurs being tossed around like every other show in the mid 2000s, i think it does still hold up really well. Like it doesn't seem dated at all other than just like the fashion itself. But that's what makes it fun is going back and doing a rewatch and seeing like the fashion being dated but the competition not. And yeah,
0: that's i agree. It. I don't think they uh I don't think there's any type of crappiness on the production side either. Do you know sometimes I watch some of those older shows and I think that production uses their hand a little too heavy Mm -hmm. to exploit people, and I don't think that happens in
1: this show. Yeah, because, again, it's, like, it's a very professional show where it's, like, in, in a way, in a way that Top Model is not, where it's like I don't think you really are going to be launching your like Top Model career based off of winning that, but you really are yeah. going to be launching like your career as a fashion designer based off of Project Runway. All right, I think we made it to the very end, girl. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I know we we for a
0: while, so thank you. I know that was,
1: <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> It was a good time. Um, Do you want to give your plugs? Tell the people where they can find you.
0: Oh, my God. Yes, please. Um, So I know I said I graduate with a fashion degree. What I'm doing with my fashion degree is I run a one-woman vintage online shop. So you can follow that at Golden Trash. And it's G-L-D-N-T-R-S-H. No vowels. And my personal is at Danielle's Modern Life. Basically the same thing. I will just... Tell you to follow my business on there
1: too. <laughs> um, and if you want to follow this podcast on Facebook, we're at Snapback to Reality Podcast, Insta at Snapback to Reality Pod. You can email me at snapbackpodcastgmail.com. Um, but otherwise, I think that's it. We've, we've said all we can possibly say about this show in the t- two plus hours we've been talking. Yeah, you're welcome for making up the Met Gala. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome, everyone. Um, So thank you again for being here. I'll have to have you back on again in the future. This is always so much fun. Uh, Stay safe, girl. Stay safe out there. Oh my God, everybody, please just make the best decisions. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, things are reopening. Make good choices, people. All right. Well, thank you again and talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.